No portion of this program. Oh, great. Mark the Jets, man. Just what I wanted to hear to start my Wednesday, baby. We're doing it. I'm back. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, dial 5670560 in Dade and Broward. In other counties, call toll-free 877-785-NEIL or pound 560 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent those of WQAM management, staff, or sponsors. Now, the Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. Neil, God. Bullwinkle J. Moose. He conquered television. He conquered movies. Well, sort of. And now he's conquering the world of heavy metal. It's Bullwinkle Sings Ozzy. I am Yes, America's favorite moose pays tribute to America's favorite reality TV dad, Ozzy Osbourne, in Bullwinkle Sings Ozzy, featuring such antler-banging classics as War Mooses. General gathered in their masses, just like witches at Black Busted at the wrong rhyming dictionary. When a classic cartoon character meets a classic rocker who's become a living cartoon, you get Bullwinkle Sings Ozzy with songs it behooves you to hear, like Times have changed and times are strange. He might come, but I ain't the same. Rocky, I'm coming home. And you'll want to come home with this CD. It's Bullwinkle Sings Ozzy. I'm coming home to Best of all, you don't need a permit to hunt down this collection. Make a moose call to your local record store and pick up a copy today. 1002 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. This is a defining day on this show and in my life and uh, on this uh, whatever. You're I would say on this radio station, but it's not a radio station. You're coming out of the closet? Pardon? You're uh, going to admit to the world that you're a closet hetero? No, I'm going, yeah, I'm going back in the closet. No, I'm shutting the phone off again. Only this oh, time. Oh, no, how many, please. How many times have I done this? hundred. About 30, man. At least 30,000 times. And I keep, every time I do it, I say, never again. This is the last call I'm taking on this show. I'm reaching over, shutting off that monitor so I can't even see. Ring them uh, all, all you want. I don't know, but they like the call. Yeah. They want the... Perzak! Perzak! If, if this is anybody's idea, the last seven days, and I gave it a shot... Screenless, screened, uh, right. unscreened, uh, the old college screened in like a pool. I mean, everything. It's done. It's over. That part of talk radio, and I, I don't want to start getting into that thing with you again, but it's all over with. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing, especially on this radio station, of sitting down and people calling in and having something to say. Oh, if you're building a pool or if you ask some stupid-ass question, yeah, then they'll call in. Or if you make a mistake. Oh, speaking of making a mistake, by the way, nice job by that jackass yesterday. It wasn't a mistake. He's just starting crap. Mm-hmm. He didn't even know Bill Belichick's name. Even George knows that. Who? On the front page of the Boston Herald today is an apology. It says, on February 2nd, 2008, the Boston Herald reported that a member of the New England Patriots video staff taped the St. Louis Rams walkthrough on the day before Super Bowl 36. While the Boston Herald based its February 2nd report on sources that it believed to be credible, we now know this report was false and that no tape of the walkthrough ever existed. 
Prior to the publication of its article, the Boston Herald neither possessed nor viewed a tape of the Rams' walkthrough before Super Bowl 36, nor did we speak to anyone who had. We should not have published the allegation in the absence of firmer verification. The Boston Herald regrets the damage done to the team by publication of the allegation and sincerely apologizes to its readers and the New England Patriots team, owners, players, employees, and fans for our error. Front page of today's Boston Herald. And there is no suspension of Bill Belichick, and there's no more action going to be taken by the league or any other crap. This guy to call, he didn't even know Bill Belichick's name. He's giving me a song of dances. Just make a bunch of crap up and call in and put it on the air. Sure. Just make up a bunch of crap, because crap is what uh, we get on the phone. I'm going to tell you, if all of South Florida was represented by the people who call <laughs> on these shows, no, seriously. That would be scary. I mean, that right there would be reason for a mass evacuation. Mm-hmm. Both kinds. Perfect. Perfect. Hi, Ron. Hi. And, of course, the management of this station and the company that owns it, they couldn't give a flying leap less, especially if it might cost them a little bit of money to put some equipment in to block calls. We can't even do that. We don't even have the technology to do it because it costs money. Right. And But, but at least they're consistent. They uh, From the very beginning, and, and especially in the years of Jolly Joe, fat-ass Jolly Joe, your close personal friend, they won't lift a finger. They might give you the finger, but that's about all they'll do. They won't lift a finger to give you any kind of assistance or do anything to support what they got on the air, which is supposedly their meal ticket. That's what brings the money in, allegedly. But nevertheless, don't confuse them with the facts. And if I sound disgusted and just nauseated with them, the answer is yes, I am. And they deserve it. They deserve to be uh, nauseated. Here's the poll from yesterday. Real or fictional, who was your childhood hero? 935 vote. What do you mean from yesterday? It's still on there. Yeah. 940. Once we get to 1,000, I, I don't know if I want to flip over to that other one that's on here. What, do you, what, what is it? Oh, it's horrible. If it's I wasn't terrible. doing the job I'm doing now, what would I? Uh, that, that's just, uh, you know. We've done worse. You like that one? Okay. Well, I didn't say I like that, but we've done worse. Yeah, it, uh, yeah we've done worse. Adequate. We've done your favorite sandwich filling, thanks to Charlie <laughs> B. We've done that. Lean corned beef. Anyway, here's what we got so far. Real or fictional, who is your childhood hero? And, of course, it's interesting that the top two... Weren't even on the list from uh, your your knucklehead friend there, Sean from Hollywood. Huh. With his Freddie Patek. Oh, I still don't Jesus. know who that is. What? I still don't know who that is. Freddie Patek? Who? Neither does anybody else. <laughs> Real or fictional, your childhood hero, Superman 128. How could anybody be that idiotic to leave that off of there? Sean. Batman 74. John Kennedy 71. JFK. Mickey Mantle, 67, which also was left off, and I put it on there. How do you like that? Remember that? Yep. Late edition. Nice going, Mick. Jacques Cousteau, 60. Roy Rogers, 47. Spider-Man, 46. Luke Skywalker, 39. Chris is real unhappy about that. Really? Why would you vote for him over Han Solo? Because he's the Jedi, man. He's a wuss. I agree, but... He's a he hates baby. Mark Hamill. That, that's what it's all about. It's got nothing to do with the character. He hates Mark Hamill. No, it's the character. No, it's not. You said before the show, you said you hate Mark Hamill like poison and wish he would die a wicked death. Don't believe He almost did. He got in a I don't know what you were bed. listening to. What? I don't know what you were listening to. I was listening to you ramble on and you don't have the balls to... Well, I mean, what I said you... I hate Anakin Skywalker as a kid and I hate You Luke said Skywalker. you hate Mark Hamill. I didn't say anything about Mark Hamill. <sighs> Skipper Chuck Zink, 32, another late edition. Also another late edition, Roberto Clemente, 26. Atticus Finch, 26. Don't ask me why. <laughs> Speed Racer, 24. Willie Mays, 24. Zorro, 20. Han Solo, 18. Look at the way it's spelled on there. Han Solo. 
Is that right? H-A-N solo. Oh. Sky King 18, Rod, I don't think I ever saw it in print before. Well, who cares? Sky King 18, Rod Sterling 18, Robin Hood 17, Mr. Wizard, Don Herbert 16, Shylock Holmes 15, Martin Luther King 15, Wonder Woman 14. What about the Bionic Woman? Oh, she's coming up. ABC's got the Bionic Woman. Lorraine Hobbs, she's just fabulous. Remember that? When she went spastic on there. Green Hornet, 14. Flash Gordon, 14. Bionic Woman, 11. Teddy Roosevelt, 10. Oh, come on. Nobody put FDR on here, but Teddy Roosevelt, 10. Prince Planet, 8. Billy, Chili Billy Cardilly, 8. Cardillo, I don't know who that is still. Yeah. Some actor. Some BS actor from Pittsburgh again. Another one of those Pittsburgh things that, see, because Sean from Hollywood's from Pittsburgh or grew up there or whatever, he thinks the whole world uh, circles around that crap. Nobody knows who that is. Although Freddie Patek's got five votes. Elliot Ness, seven. Conan, seven. Joan Jett, six. Joan of Arc, six. Joan of Arc. <laughs> that dyke. Hey, now. Jungle Larry, six. I don't know who that is either. Do you know who that no, is? never heard of him. Freddie Patek, five. St. Peter the Ass of the Apostle, five. <laughs> Dan O. Williams from Hawaii, 505. That's just, that's even worse than Freddie Patek. Robin, four. Dick Tracy, three. John Walton Sr., one, which I have no idea who that's supposed to be. And Rocket Man, Commando Cody, has none. Zero. That is an insomnia. Although, you know, compared to Superman and all these others, and Spider-Man. So that's what we got on there so far. We'll change it and put that. I, I feel bad that we're going to put that other one on there. Well, do we have a better idea? Than what? Than that. Than that poll. Oh, well, there must be one of those Charlie B. polls. Let's see what we got in my pile here. Believe me, take your time. We've got plenty of time. That's right. Talk slow. Well, we had on this phone the last seven days, and especially the last two, I wouldn't wish on Heinrich Himmler or George W. Bush. Oh, but it's so funny. It's all music. That's what we love. That's what the audience wants. Yeah, right. No, nobody with a half a brain, nobody with any kind of an IQ larger than their thumbnail wants to hear the same six idiots over and over and over, hundreds and hundreds. And then, of course, it's the monkey see, monkey do a crowd out there yeah. because they have nothing to say, so they're right. going to call in and make some funny sound. I called Neil and made a funny sound. They, they should ah, even make up their own original ah, funny I called sound. Neil and made a funny sound. Now, this one's not bad. The real bummer about encountering an attractive stranger is... Yeah, I like that one, actually. I just can't reach out and touch them. I may never see them again. I just can't steal a kiss. Mm. They're with somebody else. Yeah, some bitch. Oh. I'm too unattractive to ever have a chance with them. Correct. I just never run into any. Oh, I run into a lot of attractive strangers. Oops, excuse me. I'm too shy to approach them. I'm usually too old for them. I'm too married. Someone else is usually with me at the time. I'm gay, but they're straight. I'm straight, but they're gay. They never give me the time of day, or I usually make a fool of myself. That's a good poll. It is. That may be one of Charlie B's all-time. So let's uh, Schmidt can the one that's on there. I, I don't like that one, in spite of what George says. What, the one that's on there? There's another one. How long since you were last laid? I can't remember that long. Really? Far back, yeah. Long time, man. I'm just, uh, well, I had a big day at Woodbine again yesterday. That's my new uh, replacement for sex. Really? A big day. That doesn't sound like a fair trade. One eleven hundred bucks. Okay, still. I'd rather have sex. Then eleven hundred bucks? Well, it depends on with who. <laughs> I see. Okay, let me fax that to uh, Eric during the break. Bra bra. Do a poll. During the break. Yeah, during the break. So George is out of Gulfstream waiting to see. Woo! 
folks. From now till 2 o'clock. That's right. we got the listener lounge all assembled here in front. There's no reason you'd call her today or, of course, the Gulfstream. Their meet is over. So what we're going to do at 1 o'clock, we'll handicrap a Belmont. Right. And, of course, we still have prizes and surprises. And surprises? Yeah, for anybody who doesn't want to see, we got surprises Mm -hmm. like that. Well, this thing is, everything in here now is like on delay. Really? Like if I hit the um, DCS, there's like this pause. Or like even if I scroll to another uh, letter or something. Oh, then, uh, yeah, that happens sometimes. What do you mean by that? Something's running back there that's uh, slowing things down. You might have to restart your computer at some point. Not a big deal. Like maybe after the show. You mean on the DCS? Uh, Yeah. Why is that? Sometimes it, uh, it happens. Sometimes. Well, you've had that happen, too? Yeah, yeah. Just uh, restart it. it uh, I feel like work. my whole life is on delay. Maybe your brain is working faster these days. Perfect. <laughs> See, I'm going to do it once in a while myself, just so the audience doesn't feel, like, left out, you know. Hi, Ron. Hi, Ron. Talk about a fag, man. I mean, talk about somebody that sounds like a real screaming oh, yeah. fag. Oh, yeah. Hi, Ron. And again, the straight guys don't stalk men. Really? No, they don't. I they see. They stalk women. 12 minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. Coming at you. On the number one. A show according to the latest faggot survey. We're going to take a little bit of a break here with my usual real building disassociation with anything going on in this station to say that Boca Bryant is gay. 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 Yes. Gay. Gay. Yes. For making love to me like that. For letting you out, I'll be a real man. With 120 minutes of Jock Huffin on the Jack Show. That guy's his jock strap, him. You dentist after he hurt his ankle. You may think athletes have a better health insurance policy than you, but he still had a driving navigator all the way to the doctor. How about that? You caught. You did caught. <sighs> that you dentist. Mm-mm. I'd like to massage his ankle. The jogger from down under got magic fingers, baby. These fingers would gladly rub any real man that plays a game. But they ain't gonna rub any gay boys like you, homie. How about that? Well, we got a call here from the Nasally Weenie that calls every show on the stage. Yeah, hi, Jack. It's the Nasally Weenie that calls every show on the station. What's your take? Nasally Weenie that calls every show on the station. You have a great show, Jack. Everyone enjoys your show. Well, thanks, though. So you got the check. Yeah, thanks, Well, that'll sound real good on my reel. And steamy man talk isn't gay. That Boca Bryant, he's gay. Yeah, that's right. You too gay for me, Boca. I ain't never going to invite you to my all-nude Monday night football and man loves it won't matter. You just ain't man enough. How about that? Oh. 1019 at 560. By the way, I owe an apology to a Joe Rose. Really? Well, yeah, because uh, now, and this is another example of the calls, how useless they are. If we would have had a spy report from somebody who would have told me that Joe quit sucking up to the Marlins and ripped them an ass Monday morning for about a half hour. I had a spy report from a friend of mine who told me about it. 
And evidently, and we heard nothing about this, the station got some kind of a letter from their lawyer, the Marlins, saying that we're not allowed to play any of the highlights from the, the clips from the games. Yeah, the old highlights. What is it, Chris? The old highlights while we still had their broadcast rights. Oh, I heard it was, Lee said it was going to come, but it never, uh, that never happened. What, the letter never showed up? Correct. Well, this was a threat they were making. It was a threat, that's right. Because they never stopped threatening this radio station because David Sampson is obsessed with hating QAM, including people who don't even work here anymore, like Joe said. And so nice going there, Joe. He finally butched up and quit kissing their ass. God, I was so tired of that. They just despise us and revile. Oh, well, now we're on a station that really knows something about sports. Oh, 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 yeah. Nobody cares about your stinking baseball team, okay, David Sampson? Nobody cares. You can win the next ten World Series. You're in a horseball market. Don't you understand it? No, you don't. You're too slow to understand. You're an idiot. You're a little twerp. We won the World Series. Yeah, big deal. Casa Hoyce. So finally they got uh, the chewing out that they deserve. Nothing like promoting people who just, you know, go out of their way to rip you an ass. Yeah. Am I right? Yes, you are. Screw them. That's right. Hard. Officials say they're questioning a man they believe may have sparked wildfires that have gutted at least 40 homes along Florida's Atlantic coast. This guy, they ought to fry his ass on TV. That's right. That have a nationwide hookup and just fry his ass. Palm Bay City Manager Lee Feldman. How do they like that? Tell CNN that eyewitnesses helped identify the man to authorities this morning. Lee Feldman. And we thought we knew who the hell he was. He gets around. Feldman said no other details are immediately available. He says authorities want to make sure they've got the right person. The fire is reported in Brevard. Oh, by the way, somebody ought to tell Lou Dobbs it's Brevard County, not Brevard County. What a moron. He was on there last night, Brevard County. What a jerk. Wouldn't you they think that know. if you're in the news media long enough like he's supposed to have been, you'd know Brevard County and like uh, how to say it? You'd think. Brevard County. Come across like a bozo with a big fat head, Lou. And, of course, I bet you there's a lot of illegal aliens there in Brevard County. I mean, Brevard. The fires reported in Brevard County have burned roughly 10,000 acres and more than 15 square miles. Officials say containment efforts are improving around the blazes. The Florida Division of Forestry said 40 homes in the Palm Bay area were destroyed. About 120 other structures, including homes and outbuildings, were damaged. Officials said the total damage estimate was approximately $9.6 million. And while I'm at it, while I'm on this rant, I might just rant for the whole four hours. Okay. I don't, don't want to, but I might. Oh, go on. I mean, the stupid-ass memo that we got from Clarence yesterday, as if, Dignifying the last Arbitron rating book as if it was accurate, as if it's something, and, and extrapolating all these numbers, and we have 50,000 more listeners than uh, the ticket. And anybody who believes in that rating book that the Coast and the High 105 all of a sudden got all the audience, especially the male audience, is, is an idiot, right. Clarence, is a moron, is a quizzling, is a know-nothing, is a simpleton, is a loser, is a dropout from the human race, a dropout from the subhuman race, Clarence. And he's going on with all these stats and about we got this and this exclusive cum and blah, blah. He didn't mention anything about the exclusive, exclusive cum we used to have on this show. Right. But never and again used to being the operative term. Well, we'll see. Maybe we'll make a comeback and maybe we won't. Like I told you before the show, they obviously don't care about such things. All they care about is, what do you call it? Close. Oh, gump. No, close and what? Oh, close and collect. Close, close and, collect. and collect. That's it. That's right. Close and collect. Get them this to is sign like a the contract. Agency. And then even write a bunch of check. sliders. That's we don't it. care. Let's get. Let's have a boiler room back there with like sixty-five thousand salespeople. They do. Uh, evidently, including that Gerald guy. Which uh, who the hell knows who that is? Hey, Gerald is a former football player, and you know we have to have at least oh one another staff another job at all time. Oh, I thought we were done with that all back the time, in the days yeah. when we had. Uh, Roy. He's, the, he's the new Roy Foster. One. 
And then, of course, we had Troy. Right. Whatever happened to him, by the way? Is he still on across the street, or don't we know? I don't know. Troy? Well, Chris would know. 850. He's on 850. He's on one of those Steve Lapis stations. It's got a oh, point. Oh, wow. <laughs> Figures. The same ex-jocks just revolving, like a revolving door. The crow, he keeps making a comeback. And Troy and Roy and the boy and mm -hmm. the goy and just on and on. It's just amazing to me. But what we once worked in, the radio business, that's all gone. It's done anyway. And just like the thing with the callers, you know, it doesn't really make any difference whether we get support from a corporate because there aren't any anyhow. There are no callers. The format that we used to run, that's over with. I, I told you that a long time ago, and then I keep trying to convince myself, well, uh, let's give it another shot. It can't possibly be that bad. There have to be some people out there with something, uh, and there aren't. There are not. Maybe they're out there, but they don't know where we are. We've uh, lost touch with them. Yeah, well, well that's because there's tremendous promotional uh, stuff that goes on in the station. All the billboards. We got some schmuck running around with a sandwich board on Lincoln Road Mall. I think that's our promotional item. Not even. By the way, we'll be at the Gulfstream 3 to 5. George is there right now, but we'll be there 3 to 5 this Saturday. That's right. I'm warming up all the seats. I'm just running around here, sitting on the seats. Because I know there's a tremendous promotional campaign. We got the gigantic QAM promotional machine working on it, man. The big, big-ass machine. Mm-hmm. They spared no expense. And what was the main topic yesterday of the people that were referring to that? Oh, is there going to be a lot of security out there? As if. As if somebody should have to worry about having a lot of security when you go to sign autographs. Oh, some uh, John Schmeckel, the famous author who's uh, got the bestseller on the uh, on uh, the bestseller list this week. Uh, he's going to be signing autographs. There's going to be a lot of security there. Yeah, Salman Rushdie's going to be there. Mm -hmm. What a bunch of losers, man. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Losers. Well, you know that why they keep asking. And why is that? Because they want to get close and touch you. Well, they're not going to get close to touch me or you. A lot of security. Let them touch themselves. Army. Oh, yeah. If they could find anything to touch, let them touch themselves. Let them touch each other. We've got maybe professionals. Can, maybe we can have like a, a show for them. We've, We've got Ron and Moron there. Oh, yeah. Hi, Ron. Perzak. Perzak, please. Perzak. I'm your friend. I mean, that is just so trash. And then, of course, uh... George is gay. George is gay. His boyfriend. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Please. That go one on. and his oh, buddy yeah. there. Yeah. Enjoy the men. Don't stalk men. Doug Thompson's got a good column about Swillery's sweeping wind in West Virginia last night. West Virginia, who cares? I'll get to that. Right. Good. I got a lot of good stuff here. Good. And the Democrats won that House seat in Mississippi, almost un unheard of. In a heavily Republican district, and the fact of the matter is, Republicans are going down this year. McCain's going to get swamped. I don't care what the polls are showing now. You'll see. Good. They are going down big time because the public's had it. They're fed up uh, to their ear, up to here, as Brian Cox would say. I've had it up to here. Up to where? Up to here. Remember those days? Good old oh, Brian yeah. Cox. Oh, what yeah. a moron. What an idiot. wonder how that Phil Henry lost her. I, I think they finally settled it. They paid they him did. off some cash. Did they? Yep. And that's sad. 950, and that was back in the days when Phil was funny, when he was entertaining and funny and creative. Back in those days. There were such days, by the way. Are you sure? Well, I yep. think so. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil God. Live in Chicago. Oprah. The Tom Cruise interview starts now. You and I have not sat down for a real conversation since 
the sofa yeah. incident. Yeah, I know. And I'm getting ready to turn it up now. Get ready to turn it up. I'm getting ready to turn it up now. Who am I? You're some crazy person going on and on and on. You so know. You were egging me on. I was you not. You were egging me on. No, I was not. You were egging me on. Too. No, but every time you. Oh my God. Now there's some fun. <laughs> he farted. Oh, no. I got a piece so bad. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, well, let's hear that one. That was a good bit, too. I dumped it. Good. Just like he did. What? Yeah, Is I that dumped myself. Well, he farted for crying out loud, yeah. and then she said it. I would let it go if she wouldn't have said it. Right. I would have just said, Tom, I did a raspberry. She you know? identified what it was. She had to identify what it was that came from his uh, nasty yeah. ass. From his faggoty you ass. Hey, Tom, you're not fooling anybody. No more. So anyway, I looked online just now to try to find a location for the um, famous kosher deli in Aventura. Yes. And here's a uh, commentary. I, I thought, you know, it's always interesting to read people's comments, at least sometimes. Sometime. Yes, we ate at the famous. It's almost impossible to find, it says. It's located at 203rd and US-1 in the crotch of that rambling center on the northeast corner. What does that mean? It's in the crotch? I, I guess they mean corner. They could have said armpit, but, you know. In, it's in a freestanding building, which in February didn't even have a sign. Somehow they expect you to find it, even though it doesn't even have a sign. Well, that was February. This is May already. I would assume they have. It's glad kosher and expensive for what you get. Glad. In other words, the, it's the Emmys. It's the real kosher thing. No trafe. What does glad mean? It uh, means uh, like real from? kosher. What? Like from? Yeah, from, yeah. It's for real uh, farbison. Anyway, the deli bakery portion is not as full as a place like the Rascal House. I bet you it's a lot fuller than the Rascal House now, whoever wrote this crap. And the seating area is mostly booths. Good, I like a booth. It's clearly left over from the previous non-deli, I think, tenant. I ordered a turkey pastrami sandwich and fries. The fries are huge slices of potato were quite good, although more like potatoes than fries. My sandwich was also pretty good, although it wasn't as large as anything you get at a good kosher-style restaurant, which has more normal prices. They give you a large silver bowl of coleslaw and lots of pickles. I asked how come they don't have a sign. They responded they'd only been open since November 4th. Four, since November. Four months, no sign, and the dead worst corner of the center. We drove around the center. Th yeah, some uh, cranky Jew here. God. Or some cranky goy. We drove around the center three times slowly before finally calling and getting directions to a building somewhat hidden behind a freestanding bank. I'm sure there's a sign there now. I would go back as I keep kosher. Oy vey. And enjoy the sandwich. Like I said, a kvetchy Jew. However, the dinners were South Beach priced with zero ambiance, so I would stick with the basics. How uh, the pastrami or corned beef are, I wouldn't know, as I haven't eaten anything with four legs in 30 years. Oh, this is a pita kind of person, a vegetarian. Mm. If you do succeed in finding it and trying it, let us know how you like it. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you know. Very sour. Glad I didn't go with I don't know with if the pickles are that sour, but very yeah. sour. Written by some sour puss. Right. They were weaned on a pickle. No doubt. Doug Thompson says, West Virginia, who cares? And I say amen to that. But as usual, he sums it up very succinctly. How's things going there at Gulfstream, by the way, George? Spectacular. We're setting the world on fire. You should okay, see this here's crowd. the jerk show at the AAA Arena, two to four this afternoon. Boy, everybody's on a, uh, on a location. I'm in Toronto. George is at Gulfstream. Jerks is going to be at the AAA uh, Mickey, Slip of Mickey Arena. Then the DA show from right there in the building, four to six fifty for the Mad Dog, who's another day off. Fast pitch, first pitch, uh, bad pitch with Jesse Agler, Marlins pregame report, 650-7. It's a bunch of spots that we can sell in, uh, to capitalize on the Marlins, even though they hate us and we hate them even worse. We hate you worse, David Sampson. How do you like that? Okay, that's a blueberry, a poison berry for you, you jackass, you little twerp. Dolphins all ass at 7-9, and then John Linder for a DA from 9 to midnight, because DA ain't going to do no more. 
double duty. No mo. You know what I mean? Do, 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 do. Doug Thompson says, so Hillary Rodham Clinton won the West Virginia Democratic primary by a huge margin, and your point is? Of course she won West Virginia. Hillary was in her element, pantsuit deep and old, uneducated white people, the kind of people who hate blacks and change and will do vote for anything, will vote for anyone as long as they're white and willing to pander to their needs. West Virginia is a state where family trees don't branch, where a virgin is any eight-year-old who can outrun her brothers, where it takes two people to eat possum because one has to watch for traffic. Sorry, I couldn't resist. I grew up in southwestern Virginia, and West Virginia jokes flowed like moonshine, which was at the time our best cash crop. Do you know why West Virginia University put AstroTurf in its football stadium? So the cheerleaders wouldn't graze at halftime. Now that we've got all the state stereotypes out of the way, let's look at some more rational reasons why Clinton's win in wild, wonderful West Virginia doesn't really mean all that much. The Clinton argument that she and only she can win swing states is stupid. You can't compare primary results to what might or might not happen in a general election. Plus, claiming to be the candidate of choice in West Virginia is hardly a claim to fame. The state went for Bush in 2000 and 2004. The last Democrat to win West Virginia was her husband. Looks like the state loves bubbas, dumbass fake Texans, and bleached blondes in pantsuits. She probably will win Kentucky and Puerto Rico, another meaningless primary, because Puerto Rico is not a state and doesn't even count in the general election. But it doesn't matter. Politics is a game of numbers, and even a classic rules bender like Clinton can't make the numbers work in her favor. Obama has an insurmountable lead in all the numbers that count, and no amount of posturing by her and her loudmouth campaign chairman, Terry McAuliffe, can change the facts. Should have seen him last night on MSNBC, Terry McAuliffe. He was laughing at his own material and how ridiculous it was. Really? About they're going to do this, and they're going to do that, ba ba ba, Michigan and Florida, ba 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 ba, beep, ba ba ba. Oh, just ridiculous. Superdelegates continue to break in Obama's favor and win in a hick state like West Virginia won't change their minds. Besides, many of them are sick of Clinton and her husband. So why stay in? Numbers come into play again. Numbers like $20 million in campaign debts, and she needs superficial wins in West Virginia, Kentucky, and Puerto Rico to try to convince enough gullible idiots to waste more money in contributions to her failed campaign. Clinton's logic defies reality, but that shouldn't surprise anybody. She's become the George W. Bush of the Democratic Party, the serial liar who ignores the facts and tries to impose her will on a nation that's long tired of her. Clinton is history. The longer she continues her charade, the more she'll become an embarrassing body on the body politic. And it is an embarrassing body, especially with that pantsuit. You go, Dougie. Yeah, Doug Thompson, he, he you know, she looks he like sticks his finger bird. right where it belongs, right in the, in the universe. She wears that yellow pantsuit. Like, like the proctologist, man. He applies the pressure when he sticks his finger in there, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Gives it a real shove. At least you think it's a finger. Felt like a finger. My good advice when you go to visit the proctologist, always have a rearview mirror. <laughs> no pun intended. Oh, yeah. You want to know what's going on back yeah. there, maybe? I want to see my you rear. real sure what, uh, what that is. You know, it felt like uh -huh. a finger, yeah. I got something that feels like a finger. Oh, it was cold. Like a little digit. <laughs> as long as it's not a double digit. <laughs> yeah. A tiny digit. Remember that song by Don Ho? Tiny digit. Uh -huh. In my... Anyway, here's the uh, poll, what we got. Let's see if Eric's got the new one up there yet. Yeah, he's the best. God almighty, Eric, you are. He's as sharp as a marble, man. He's good. There's George McGovern on there. He is so pissed off at Swillery. For his presidential campaign in 1972, should pull out, and he endorsed Obama. Now McGovern writes an op-ed in the New York Times, saying the two Democrats should make joint appearances at the five remaining primary sites after West Virginia. There you go. Let's have some unity, baby. Let's join hands, although I'm sure that uh, Barack don't want to get too close to her. Real or fictional, who is your childhood hero? How many vote we got? 961. Oh, we got a ways to go there, Chris. Don't get the premature evaluation. It's okay. 961. What do you mean by that? Well, we'll get to 1,000 eventually. Exactly. And this is a pretty good poll, actually. 
Charlie B. Now this was a, a Sean poll. It had bad choices on it, which we had to uh, fill in the gaps. Mm-hmm. But it's a good poll. And Charlie B.'s poll for tomorrow, I think, is fabulous. I agree with George for a change. Yeah. Pretty damn good. Nice going, Charlie. Maybe he's eating his Wheaties or something these days. Real or fictional, who is your childhood hero? Superman just crushes the competition. 131, of course. That's because he's got them powers. He's got that cape on. That's right. No one can beat him. Batman, 75. John Kennedy, 71. Mickey Mendel, 68. Jacques Cousteau, 62. Spider-Man, 48. Roy Rogers, 48. Luke Skywalker, 41. And Chris hates like poison. Yes. Skipper Chuck Zink, 33. Roberto Clemente, 26. Atticus Finch, 26. Why? Speed Racer, 25. Willie Mays, 25. Zorro, 23. Han Solo, 20. Sky King, 19. Rod Serling, 18. Robin Hood, 17. How come there's none of the uh, Western types on here? Like, um... Because uh, they all suck. Matt Dillon and like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did? They suck. Those are for old people. Robin Hood, 17. Mr. Wizard, Don Herbert, 16. Sherlock Holmes, 15. Martin Luther King, 15. Wonder Woman, 14. Green Hornet, 14. Flash Gordon, 14. The Bionic Woman, 12. And Teddy Roosevelt, 11. Everybody else, single digits. How is uh, Freddie Pontek doing? He's got five. Little Freddie Pontek. I think he was a shortstop. He played for the Pirates for about five minutes. Oh, boy. That to Sean from Hollywood. He's certainly... How come Bill Curry and Bob Kudzmar are down there from KDKA? And Bob Prince? And Nellie King? Jim Woods? The Possum? 19 to 11 at 560 WQAM. George is at Gulfstream. It's kind of quiet there right now. But boy, once it gets going, man, once those the machines That's start right. cranking. And once some of those regulars come by to get a spanking. Oh, yeah. And then once we start our handicrapping, don't let me forget at 1230 to go to my racing channel here so we can check out uh, Harris. Okay. We're not betting on those. You're not. Apparently, uh, Steve Sloan is going to bug out, so Lee's going to run to the window, so uh, don't don't get too complicated. Well, what do you mean he's going to bug out? Well, what does that mean? He's got an appointment or something. Oh, come on now. Well, what? He's going to abandon you there? He's going to leave me in the lurch. The oh, lurch. my God. What that's a right. putz. Oh, he's going to make sure to, and bring the free lunch and the beer, and then well, he's going to Well, that's what leave. counts. So, that's right. Touch packing? This will be. It's true. Multiple wives really are the only way to spiritual fulfillment and happiness. Hi, I'm Dr. Neil Clark Warren, founder of ePolygamy.com. I was tired of the outside world, but then I met Nancy, Gail, Ellen, Tracy, and the rest of them here, and we couldn't be happier. We are very happy. See what I mean? At ePolygamy.com, we match a single man with 29 women who have bad hair, one eyebrow, and absolutely no self-esteem. This is how we help you create the harmony of true polygamy. I'm not allowed to speak. It's okay, darling. Just tell them what I told you to say. You know, the truth. There is absolutely nothing wrong here. We are all of age and love each other. How is that? Good. Now get back in the house. So if you're ready for a life filled with the happiness that only more than one wife can bring, get started and log on to epolygamy.com today. We'll find the 29 women just right for you. 1047 at QM. Now, I could be wrong about this, but I think that in biblical days, and that's your area of expertise, yeah. uh, that they had many wives. That's right. All those gutchkeys that wrote all that crap had right. harems, had many wives, yes. That is correct. Like Solomon, for example. Correct. But he had lots of wives. So well, what's the big deal? I'm, I'm not advocating polygamy because in the U.S. most of it is just an excuse to uh, rape and uh, right. uh, cuddle up to like little girls, you know. Sure. Underage, minors. It's just an excuse I mean, well, that, for that. That's how they do it, but right. 
But I mean, not, if they want to have like adult wives and like 50 of them, what's wrong with yeah, that? If they nothing. can afford to support all them, why or, the hell not? Or vice versa. They're, you know, Maybe uh, somebody would like to take yours off your hands. Please. Oh, come on, that was nasty. Was it? It was honest. Well. Wait till you hear this. Okay. And this has got some honesty in it, even though it's grotesque and unacceptable. A Nashville woman who waited hours for someone to respond to her call to 9-11 emergency services didn't hear the worst part of the call. After Sheila Jones hung up the phone, a local newspaper reporter found that one 911 operator said, I really just don't give a schmidt what happens to you. Wow. That a little bit over the top? A little bit. What'd she ever do to him? Her, whoever it was. It. I think I'm more hurt than I am mad that my life didn't mean a damn thing to them, said Jones after hearing the tape played back to her for the first time. Jones had called for help after an ex-boyfriend assaulted and threatened her. I really just don't give a shit what happens to you. Hmm. In fact, why don't they just say that? You got an emergency? Well, guess what? I don't care. Slam. Yeah. Who gives a rat's ease? Yeah. 911 official told Nashville's News Channel 5 that the staffer who took the call was a trainee who was later fired, not for the comment, but for flunking his final exam. So the comment, I guess, was acceptable, but he flunked the final exam. Yeah, idiot. Can't, can't do that. I don't really give a schmidt what happens to you, lady. Bitch. Slut. How do you like that? I don't. In fact, he's probably thinking maybe the bitch had it coming. That's a lot of guys are like that. You well, know? it depends. Maybe he knew her. Here's the story of the century, although the media's not going to tell you that, because the media's in the pocket of the right wing, the neocons, the Bushmeister, all these Nazi bastards. Mississippi Democrat Travis Childers won a special election to Congress last night, helping his party to a third victory in recent months for seats long held by Republicans. The victory puts Childers into the seat vacated by Roger Wicker, a Republican appointed to the U.S. Senate when Trent Lott resigned. The win also pushes the Democrats to a 236 to 199 majority in Congress, if only for a few months until November's general elections, which, by the way, they will sweep the House and the Senate. Now, the presidential race, who knows? I mean, you know, they can screw up anything. But they should. With 87% of the precincts reporting, Childers had 52%. Republican Greg Davis is 48%. He won. Earlier this year, Democrats captured the Illinois district, long represented by former Republican Speaker Fat Denny Hastert, who resigned from Congress, and then earlier this month claimed a seat in Louisiana that Republican uh, Representative Richard Baker left. Elsewhere, Nebraska voters were deciding the Republican Democratic candidates to run to replace retiring Senator uh, Chuck Hagel. A lot of people are saying that um, Obama ought to pick Chuck Hagel as a running mate. I think that's an excellent idea. Mm -hmm. wrong he's a Republican, but he's like a uh, moderate, uh, reasonable, rational, anti-Iraq war, anti-fascism uh, kind of guy. While a scandal-crowded state Supreme Court election took center stage in West Virginia. Childers took on Davis for a Mississippi seat that's been held by the Republicans since 1994. Both will run against two other candidates in the November 4th general election for the full term, so the winner will likely gain name recognition and fundraising age. Childers is a socially conservative county official, while Davis is mayor of a fast-growing city across the state line from Memphis. The race has attracted national attention with Vice President Dick Cheney campaigning for Davis on Monday. That's sure how'd that work out? And Davis running ads tying, trying to tie Childers to Obama and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Childers has brushed aside those comparisons, countering that with his own support of gun rights and opposition to abortion, his social values match those of most voters in the deeply conservative district, Mississippi, with a banjo on his knee. Childers and Davis advanced to yesterday's runoff by grabbing the top two spots in a six-person special election April 22. How do you like that? Democrats are picking up seats that the Republicans have held since uh, Jesus was an infant, since Solomon had 75 wives. He had more than that. How many? 
I don't know, uh, like 100? 100 Absolutely. About 30, look it up. man. 130. You can look it up? Sure. How can you look it up? You got a computer there? I got my phone. You're going to look it up on your phone? Yeah, it's got a browser. Well, I do too, but I mean... I can vote on the poll when we switch. I beg your pardon? I can vote on the poll when we switch. Well, good. Let's take a look at it. 973. You're not making much progress on there, Chris. It's okay. Still you know. I don't know why, because you talked me out of taking those great calls. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> you know something? If, if we wind up with a 0.1, because of that, and, and the, uh, the notion that uh, people listen or don't listen because of the calls is, is so ridiculous. We were number one in the fall book, taking almost no calls at all, and now we're supposedly number 15. We, uh, the audience just all vanished overnight, and everybody ran over to the coast in Hot 105. Uh, that, that coast thing is the one that's uh, hardest to choke down. What about Hot 105? Well, see, how do they go from, like, number 10 to number 1, like, almost all across the board? You want to know how the word is wired diaries? Because we both know that every once in a while the book can be very ethnic, but that doesn't explain the coast situations. Like, yeah. who the hell is listening to them? I mean, Mike really, Disney? Yeah. yeah, okay. That makes sense. And I got news for him, man. Michael Bolton, Gloria Stefan, oh, yeah. that, that is a winning formula. You know, I can't find it. Oh, there it is. That's a winning formula. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. See, it, I lost a little something in translation there with a no problem. little gap. It's under D-I-S dash. Whoever put this stuff in here, some of it, ought yeah. to be shot. Wasn't you, was it, George? No. It's probably me. That one. It was? Yeah. 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 Just go ahead. Fire away. God. So what's going on out there at Gulfstream? We're going to have George bet the uh, first two races at Belmont, the double. Mm -hmm. Or we could bet uh, Harris Chester... Hey, it's all good. Race. Let's what? bet them all. No, come on. <laughs> Get out of here. You're a maniac. I brought a you, you really have. big wad of cash. You could bet Chester, Freehold, Suffolk Downs. Boy, that's really taking your life. Even the announcer's got brace bandages at Suffolk Downs. Yeah, careful how you say that. Big red bandages. What? Suffolk Downs. They used to have harness racing there back in the day when I lived in Boston, early 60s. Mile track. Eddie Cobb. There he is. And Alex Winger with the pink uh, silks. By the way, Solomon had uh, 700 wives. Wow, how do you like that, huh? all uh -huh. you anti-polygamy people? Solomon had 700 wives, and the fact that he was able to service all of them, that's, what a, uh, he must have been a busy guy, I would imagine. I imagine that he was very busy. He had 300. Chester's at 1225, yeah. just keep that in mind. Write it on your wrist. He also had 300 concubines. You know, really? Because 700, just, you know, that ain't enough. Sometimes you get, you know, horny. <laughs> yeah, when you've only got 700 wives to service. I know, you need help. Barack Obama picked up the endorsement yesterday of Superdelegate Roy Romer, former Colorado governor who served as superintendent of the L.A. Public Schools. Romer said the Democratic frontrunner has demonstrated leadership qualities with his coolness under fire. He's a steady hand, Romer told the Associated Press. He's been under some great pressure in the past two months, but he's been cool and steady. Romer also said it was important for the candidates to know where the superdelegate stands so the party can decide how to handle convention delegates from Michigan and Florida, which were denied the delegates for violating party rules, as we know all too well. Romer was the third superdelegate to throw support to um, Obama yesterday. After New Orleans Mayor Ray Nagin, oh my God, and Indiana Congressman Joe Donnelly threw their thing. Romer was Colorado governor from 1986 to 98 and the L.A. school superintendent from 2001 to 2006. Romer said he was impressed with Obama's opposition to the idea of a gas tax holiday to help people deal with rising fuel prices. The proposal has support from voters, but is widely panned by economists and government leaders. Anybody with a brain knows it's just a, it's a shell game, that's all. Oh, it's an Exxon game. 
I was caught off guard that John McCain grabbed it so quickly and Swillery jumped on the bandwagon. Rumor said, I'm a former governor. I've lived with that issue. I know you're going to have bridges falling down if you don't have a gas tax. Obama stood his ground, understood how doing that would hurt the infrastructure in the U.S., and he resisted. He said, he kept his honor. How do you like that? <laughs> Just like what's your name? We never did find out what her name was. The daughter. No, they might have said it, but I don't remember it. Maybe I'll have to look that up, too. She kept her honor. I believe in America. I believe in it. And the beginning of the movie is so dark, and the audio uh -huh. is so, you know. Mm -hmm. I just mentioned that for anybody who hasn't seen The Godfather, which if you haven't, we just, we don't even want to smell you. 1056 at 560 WQM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. <laughs> this is <laughs> Any questions? If you're nominated, you'll lose to McCain. You have a message. It is filled with hope. Didn't I read in your book you used to smoke dope? Just you wait until the big convention. All the sober delegates will be mine. Then all of your supporters will be angry. like it's never ending people think that i'm out of my mind i'll tell the pundits when i'm nominated kiss my behind <laughs> barack obama middle name hussein i'm the only one who can beat john mccain i am the walrus who could choose Oh, the redneck like your big time, baby. Let me tell you that. Like a West Virginia with a banjo yep. on their thing. Yep. It's 11.02 at QM. George is out of Gulfstream Park today. I don't know if there's anything going on there. But... There's some people playing the machine, some people milling in, getting uh, their positions. And getting their positions? What does that mean? They, they like, you know, some people obviously have their favorite little tables. Oh, I see. Where they, uh, where they hang out, got a good view of the monitors. Are some of them like in the prone position? Not yet, but they will be, I'm sure. I'm sure after about three or four races, mm -hmm. yeah. To be on the floor. Oh, there's that guy. That Look at that rednecky guy. Wow. The person of interest in custody for those uh, flames for the Florida being on fire. Wow, what a goofball. Real redneck. Too many rednecks, man. I don't, I don't want to start picking on rednecks, but too much trailer trash and too many rednecks, which I think is quite a bit of crossover. Yep. What's the difference between a trailer trash and a redneck? Well, you don't have to be a redneck to be trailer trash. And you don't have to be a, live in a trailer to be a redneck. Right. I see. See, you learn something on this show every day. One thing I learned the last seven days, don't take any calls. <laughs> not, not, what? Well, no, I mean, not I just forget. I'm old and senile. I keep forgetting. I keep thinking. I, I keep deluding myself into believing that if I go back and start all over again, give them a nice rest, that mm -hmm. there will be some people out there with something to say who will call in and, you know, take the opportunity to, like, uh, express it for free. And they won't, and they don't, and there aren't. There are no callers. No. That, that whole thing is gone. And, like, and, and it, after all these years, we should know that. They were yeah. never there on this radio station. I mean, it was never no. as bad as it's been, you know, last year or so. Right. Last couple of years with Fat Ass Jolly Joe, who has made it very, very clear that he's uh, he can't be bothered with that. You know, I mean, he probably should, but he don't want to. Right. 
You can't be bothered with such cockerai. What does it have to do with closing and uh, collecting? That's right. Two signatures. Close and collect. Right. Close and collect. Close and collect. Let's get 75,000 sales holes out there pounding the pavement. Sign a contract. Knock it on doors. Sign a check. Right. That's right. Write a check. Like Joe Dagiola would say, write a check. God, what a moron. So many morons in so little time. A fifth suspect's been arrested for his role in the slaying of NFL star Sean Taylor, according to Dade prosecutors. This hot off the press from the Herald. Timothy Brown, 16, has been charged with first-degree murder under a sealed warrant. Taylor was shot in the groin during a botched burglary November 26 in his Palmetto Bay house and died later at Jackson. Within a few days, police arrested four men, Jason Mitchell, Eric Rivera, Charles Wardlow, and Venja Hunty, all of the Fort Myers area. Each has been charged with first-degree murder. Brown is a relative of one of the suspects and is jailed in Lee County waiting transport to date, where they ought to just fry him on Channel 7 News Live. Oh, but he's only 16 years old. You know something? Once you're dead, yeah, it doesn't make any difference if the person who fired the shot was 16, 116, or 95, okay? I'm so sick and tired of all the, this coddling that goes on. Hillary Clinton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tired of her. Nice timing, yeah. That's my magic touch again, baby. Okay, we finished out that poll, the first one. I, we didn't get quite to 1,000, but you know, I don't, I don't want to wait. I want to drag my feet. I want to move it along. Mm-hmm. Tired of waiting for the, the world to catch up, especially South Florida. What, what a retardo place, man. Just like that review I read of that restaurant. Oh, it's expensive, and it's more like South Beach prices, and it's uh, this, and it's hard to find. And Oh, boy. They're not even glad that they went there. I bet you the place is awesome. I looked at their menu, and they got all the stuff. They got kishki, and they got uh, all the good stuff that I want. I want some good Jew food, man. One thing about this this town, I mean, there there are places that used to be like uh, kind of semi delis, and now they eliminated all the all the good Jew food. There's no more um, cheese blintzes, and there's no more um, kishki, and there's no more like anything in these places. And then there's that one place that Rimmer took me out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Oh my God! Somebody else recommended that to me uh, a few days ago. Did they? Is it somebody that called in? I think so. And I told him that's a place that it was horrible. How can you make a bad uh, pastrami sandwich in a, in a deli? Yeah, maybe they were Erzatz Jews. I think I had salami in Swiss or something traif like that. Maybe they maybe they made it bad on, on purpose because they knew it was traif. And I was maybe I wasn't from enough for them. I think that might have been it. Maybe. Screw them. It sucked. Should have worn your high. Although I still got to pay for it. That was the good thing. <laughs> it may have been bad, but yeah. When you're eating with Rimmer, no matter whether the food is good, bad, or indifferent, you still get to pay. The only thing I don't like about this new poll that we just put up, it's just got too many long choices. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that means you don't have it to read like it as often. an hour to read it. That's right. That's all part of the plan. All of the first six races at Belmont will be over by that time. Now, are they showing, like, replays or stuff? What are, what are they doing on right the Right now, it's there? ESPN on every screen, but they keep oh changing. Oh, my God. How depressing. They There's replays from uh, Mountaineer. Coming through along the inside. Gallant Gaylord waltzes down the outside. The leader is Big Daddy Kenny down to the furlong pile. Out by four lengths now. Saki Boy is out. And keep in mind, if there are two things that this audience doesn't want to hear about, it's hockey and horse racing. In right. front of the 16th pile, and it's going to be Big Daddy. But that's beside the point. You're obviously, you know, you need the cash, and you're going to be out there, like, what, 17, 20 times a week. That's right. Whatever it takes to keep George alive, that's what we're here for. Why not? In this audience, man. Well, you're not taking calls. Where's the call? You know what? Take the calls and stick them up your ass. That's my response. The worst 
bunch of swill I have ever heard in my life. The absolute worst. I mean, we want. Uh, listen, if every call was a crank call, but at least they were funny. You know, I, I, right. I, I, I'd go for that. You no, know what I mean? But they're not funny, and they're all the same over and over. The same half a dozen people with the same crap. Mm-hmm. That's what Jolly Joe Bell thinks his talk radio all about. Let a half a dozen people. You know something? The guys across the street could. Yeah. They, they could hire people off the street. They could take homeless. Mm-hmm. They could take some of those Sean Kanani people off the street corner, put them in a room in a boiler room with phones, and just ha- have them call us all day long. Sure. Maybe they're doing that already. Who the hell knows? Because this guy sure as hell don't care. Number six, J.L.'s Vestas, who unseated the driver. Oh, that's bad. The driver went flying. Sulky crash, you know. The real bummer about encountering an attractive stranger is we got 16 early votes on this. This should get a lot of votes this poll, wouldn't you think, Chris? Definitely. It's a good one. Nice going, Charlie B. It's about time you made a little bit of a comeback. Long overdue. I just can't reach out and touch. That's what I voted, and it's winning six. That, 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 just a hug. Just mm-hmm. a hug. A kiss on the cheek. A little squeeze. No, depending on where you're squeezing, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm too married for. I'm too shy to approach them, too. I'm gay, but they're straight, one. I'm usually too old for them, one. They're with somebody else, one. I may never see them again, one. So who cares? Who cares? Why do you have to see them again? Once would be good. I can think right. a lot of people I see sure. like that. The one, one time would be fine, okay? Let's go off to a corner somewhere and just uh, do something. And no votes yet, for I usually make a fool of myself. They never give me the time of day. I'm straight, but they're gay. Someone else is usually with me at the time. I just never run into any. Oh, yeah. They're no attractive strangers. Well, you're in South Florida. I understand. I'm too unattractive to ever have a chance with them, or I just can't. I can't just steal a kiss. Like that. That's uh, where we are with that. Steal a kiss. What? Nothing. Who who says? You don't that? like the way that's worded. No, no, it's funny. That? It's hysterical. No, let's not change it. But because I know that it's a thing that's said. But who actually says that? Can I steal a kiss? Yeah. That's like from the what 1890s. Right. It's a little bit dated. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little old-fashioned. Can I steal a kiss from a yeah, girl? Yeah, steal a kiss. <clears throat> yeah, kiss this. That. Yeah, that. You. Oh, Churchill Downs today. They're having a uh, rub down on the uh, Churchill. You know, I, I got to be honest with you, with all due respect. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say it. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm just, it, it's like picking uh, numbers out of a, a hat. And, and you're betting your money this way. I'm, so? I'm trying to explain to you. Yeah, you are. Yeah, and you're betting your num- so money what? based on. Uh, oh, in other words, you don't care. I mean, I'd, I'd like to win, but so what? It's chance anyway. It's a chance? It's a chance. Well, how about just take all the money out of your wallet and bet it all to win on the longest shot on the board? Okay. I mean, he's in the race, so he's got a chance. There you go. Much of a chance, and you're going to lose. It's happened before. And it might happen again. That's right. Not not to you. No. It's like like having you go to the Wheel of Fortune and sit down and take a couple hundred bucks and sit there and find the right machine that's going to pay you like two, three grand on the line. That would be nice. I'd like to see that. Sure would. Maybe that'll happen Saturday. Maybe I'll find you. I'll scope you out a good machine, man. Show me. I the want ropes. to find that. Um, I want to find the. Um, what is it called? With the chickens, the, the the screaming chickens. Hee-haw. Okay. Now, do we already go through that? Did we find out if they have hee-haw at the uh, Gulfstream or not? I didn't find out. I don't think they do. Hee-haw. Steve's going to go look. What about quick hit? Find out if they. I'm sure they must hee-haw have that. Hee-haw and quick hit. He'll, he's on his way. Yeah. Quick hit. And then there's another one called turkey shoot. More gobbling. I like the ones with a lot of gobbling. I bet. 
Twelve minutes after eleven at five sixty WQAM. Not alive. Okay, quiet down, kids. My name is Mr. Hong. Today I teach you Pythagorean theorem. Here go. It ain't me right. Triangle dudes. Area of the square of the hypotenuse is equal to the sum of the areas of the square. Yeah, baby. So you add, you add A squared to B squared, B squared, and that equals C squared. And now you can easily figure out what Pythagoras talking about. You add, you add. Oh, thank you. I never had any professional training. Class dismissed. 1117 at 560 WQAM. Don't forget the jerk show this afternoon from the Mac Arena. No, the AAA Arena, excuse me. Now, is he going to allow people to come in there and watch him do the show? Why is he doing the show there? Is there something going on there that we don't know about, Chris? I have no idea. George? It's a Dunkin' Donuts event. No, seriously. Three iced coffee. Why are you doing that? You think I'm making this up? Are you serious? You're for real? Deadly. Deadly? I'm sure of that. Yes. It's a it's a Dunkin' Donuts event? With the heat. With the heat? What do you mean with yeah. the heat? Yes, it's a heat event. The heat and Dunkin' Donuts presents Jason Jackson and free iced coffee. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. What in God's name are you talking about? What language are you speaking? What, what, Listen, what does I, that mean? I told it to what you. What does that mean? You tell me. You translate that. I don't know what that means. It means somebody offered the station some money to do something. Oh, and they said, uh, All right. close, and, uh, close and collect. Close and, close collect. and collect. I thought you knew. Close and you that collect. Memo. Give us the money, honey. That's all we care about. That's what we're here for. Give us the money. You're going to pay us to do something stupid? Great. Exactly. And we'll give you like 5,000 reads on it, too. How come, sure. we don't have a, how come we don't have a liner on that? I don't know. Probably because Lee's sitting right here and can't fax one to you. It's not liner worthy, he's telling you. <laughs> Why, because it's the jerk show? Is that it? You're taking a cheap shot of jerks? Hey, Flea is picking says, on you, jerk. He says yes. Yes, he said absolutely correct. <laughs> he said he wouldn't waste the paper to write the liner on, much less right. the ink. That's right. Okay, well, that's great. It's going to be a, a jerks and uh, Dunkin' Donuts and... Free iced coffee. Thing? Free iced, iced coffee. coffee. Iced coffee, baby. Wow. Well, I'm sure, I sure wish I was already there. Now, the one thing that makes me really feel, uh, among many other things, not guilty about not taking any more of these stupid calls, is that George pretty soon is going to be on a lot. Yeah. Like starting Friday and then all next week when I'm on vacation, mm -hmm. and then a couple weeks after that i got another vacation, and then when I come back, I'm on the summer schedule for three months, Tuesday and Thursday only. So when you're on, when you're on, these people can build up and save up all their great material That's and right. share it with you. You bet. Because George is a phone call maniac when he's on. That's right. See, it's actually a scam. We have the calls all recorded, and, and I just have them all queued yeah, I, up. Yeah, I've had people ask me that. Mm -hmm. Do you, like, put people up to making those? I mean, how is it possible there could be anybody like that? Right. Well, you know how you, we can put multiple cuts into one, uh, you know, one DCS cart, and you just, you know, it rotates as you press the button? That's all. Yeah. That's all I do. You think you, you know how to slack? Please. Yeah, I know. I can write a book. I'm sure. 
Longtime Clinton is. associate James Carville admitted in a speech in South Carolina that the Democratic presidential race is all but over. That's what Baldy says now, finally. But the colorful Democratic strategist suggested that Hillary Clinton should fight until the last dog dies. John O'Connor reports for the South Carolina newspaper, The State. I still hear some dogs barking, said Carville, the flamboyant Louisiana known as the Let's Rage and Cajun. I never heard that before. He's the Raging Cajun. I'm for Senator Clinton, but I think the great likelihood is that Obama will be the nominee. He said, as soon as I determine when that is, I'll send him a check, he said. The moderate voice is Joe Gandelman on Carville's remarks. The skinny, bald-headed man has sung. This isn't the first time Carville has referred to barking dogs in the Democratic primary race. In January, the conservative Newsbusters blog noted another Carville canine analogy. And he's like any politician that's been hit, you know, it's a do hit dog that barks. And we're going to see a lot of barking from Senator Obama, Carvalho told Larry King on CNN. A lot of barking. I guess he's barking up the right tree. Because he's in. It's all over, Sir It's all done. But like uh, that other article by Doug Thompson said, she's got to raise that $20 million or part of it anyway. She's deep up to her, up to her pantsuit in debt, up to her waist, up to her boobies in debt. So Steve Sloan is gone already or what? He's back. And what's the answer? Do we no. have those? Uh, no. What? No. No what? No. No quick hit? No. No. No uh, hee-haw? No. No uh, turkey shoot? No. Well, what are you talking about? He looked for quick hit and, and hee-haw and turkey shoot. and they did Nothing with clucking. Nothing with chickens. What a dumb cluck. Nothing with chickens. Oh, yeah. Five hundred machines, so they got something. Maybe they got maybe they got some chickens he didn't well, wait see. Wait How many machines did you say? Five hundred. No, I think it's fifteen hundred or seventeen hundred. All right. It's five hundred oh, up there, but they got them scattered. Because I'm repeating what he said. It's five hundred in that one room, but they've got machines in different places all throughout the uh, the park here. Well, he saw. In other words, only in that one room. In he the looked. main uh, in the main casino, right? Oh, he looked in both of them. He looked over here and and upstairs. And nothing. Maybe that's a Canadian thing. No quick hit. Well, what do you mean it's a Canadian thing? What, what are you talking about? Like back bacon. Yeah, and, like pea bacon. And, uh -huh. and hosers and toques and saying I think, up boots. I think I'm talking to some hosers if you ask me. Hey, take off, eh? But you do have Wheel of Fortune, right? Yes, 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 yes. I think I'll get there Saturday and they'll say, oh, well, we used to have those, but they just took them out. We got we took them out because the, we heard you were coming. We got flaming sevens or something like that. Everywhere else they call them blazing you. sevens, but I'm sure it's flaming sevens. That stuff you were playing a few weeks ago, boy, that was really, that was, what, what was that? Uh, what was it? I don't know, whatever that machine was that you played. In the oh, that, yeah, I don't know, something right over here, the closest machine to me, I don't know. But some, yeah. hey, there's a lady playing that that very machine right now as we and speak. how's she doing? I don't know, she's way over there. Got to ask her, I'll go over there, hey, you making any money, honey? Hey, I don't Old like these strangers. Probably. Old lady? No. Young lady? Uh, Middle. Middle age, like like maybe forty something. Nasty looking. She looks like she's a very nice person. <laughs> ah. Oh, you're gonna love this story. Great. The well, you're gonna love them all because I'm not taking any calls. Okay, I'm just telling you that right That's now. Right, if you're good. waiting for calls, you got a long, long wait. That includes you too, Jolly Joe. No calls. Dump the calls. Screw it. And, and, you know, the saddest part of the whole, well, it's not the saddest, but one of the saddest things is I went through all of those machinations to get the uh, router. Yes. The only reason I needed that was to get the... To take calls. 
Right. You get the right. thing fired up over here so I could take calls and you have that internet connection with the phone. And then we went through the thing with the engineer coming here and it took him an hour and we right. almost gave up. And finally, finally at the ass end of the whole ordeal, there you go, it's working. Well, it's a good thing it was worth it. And well, it would be good tomorrow when we have Dave Johnson calling in. Right. Because if I didn't have the phone, you'd have to punch it up down there, which I guess you could do. Yes. Like I said, it really wasn't worth the effort, but nevertheless. Vatican says little green men are part of creation. Well, the good news is that if we ever have calls again, if there anybody really has something to say in South Florida, we'll be here poised to take them. Let, let us know when that happens. All you idiots out there, let us know. Send us a fax. Let us know when the day comes when you actually have something to say. Oh, it's the Holly, Holly, uh, hotel pharmacy guy and the quarter slot guy. And then, of course, once uh, they have a handle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they become just obsessive. Sure. 50, 100, 5,000 times a day. This becomes their life. I have no life. The Vatican's chief astronomer has said he be that belief in aliens is not at variance with Christianity and that any extraterrestrials would form part of God's creation. Sounds to me like they're covering their ass. Father Jose Gabriel Funes, a Jesuit, yesterday told L'Osservatorio Romano, the Vatican newspaper, that it is possible to believe in God and extraterrestrials. He said Christians could admit the existence of other worlds and other forms of life, even those more evolved than ours, which isn't saying much, without necessarily questioning faith in the creation, the incarnation, and the redemption of mankind. All of these, All of these things. things. Father Funis, head of the Vatican Observatory, or Specola, said although many uh, astronomers lost no opportunity publicly to profess their atheism, it was a myth that astronomy favors an atheistic vision of the world. He said astronomy does not favor the view of a godless world. In fact... I think it is those who work at the specula who bear witness to the fact that it's possible to believe in God and work with science in a serious way. Very serious. <laughs> he said the observatory formerly housed at Castel Gandolfo, the papal summer residence in the hills south of Rome, would inaugurate its new headquarters in the monastery nearby Albano next year. The Vatican Observatory also operates a 1.8-meter telescope in Mount Graham in Arizona in the USA. Father Funi said, just as there existed a multiplicity of creatures on Earth, so there could exist other beings created by God, including intelligent ones. We can't place limits on God's creative freedom. St. Francis of Assisi had described our fellow creatures on earth as our brothers and sisters, so why can't we also speak of our extraterrestrial brothers? They too would be part of creation, he said. He said that aliens like humans would be able to benefit for the redemption offered by Jesus and the mercy of God. If you blow too much, you're in trouble. Numbers from North Carolina has projected Barack Obama as the winner. He right now has 64% of the vote. Hillary Clinton with 34%. Goodbye, Hillary. And he never liked you at all. You had the balls to rally votes from women big and small. Thank all of our women. Of your campaign would work. We can all see how well that works. Just because of we kept working. Spread out fear and pain. So shame on you, Barack Obama. And it seems to me you'll spend your life fighting scandals till the end. We're just getting warmed up. Never knowing who will fight you when the campaign ends. I am a fighter. And I
I made a mistake. That happens. It proves I'm human, which, you know, for some people is a revelation. Oh, it sure is. Could have fooled me. 1132 at 560 WQM. You can't be knocking Swillery, okay? All the old people, all the old farts love Swillery. Well, too bad. Old, bigoted, and stupid, and resistant to change. Clinging desperately to the past. George is a golf team, by the way. He's got tons of admirers out there hanging out. We got some prizes. You got anybody picking them up? No. Nobody's come by yet? No. Nobody has come by to see little George. Well, maybe they're no. until Saturday. They must be. Because Saturday they get the bonus. They get you and me. That's and right. And, uh, and T-shirts and uh, autographed uh, frameable picture cards. Saturday. Saturday. T-shirts? T-shirts. For who? Who gets the T-shirt? The first uh, X number of people that ask for them. The hot young guys that come by get the T-shirts. That's right. I'll decide who gets them. Well, all right. Now, I used to do that. Sure. Some ugly old creep comes up to me. Oh, could I have a T-shirt? Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll set some aside, you know, and if they have... Uh, set some uh, aside for the hot guys. The okay, there won't be any hot young guys come by there on Saturday. Are you crazy? There might be a couple. At Gulfstream? There might be a couple, just to see you. No, yeah. You're living in the past, man. You're like those people I was talking about a moment ago. You're living in the past. I, I, I am, but I, I know it'll be huge. <laughs> you think we're going to have a gigantic turnout there Saturday, I, I, huh? I know so. Oh, that's what Jolly Joe was telling me. Oh, we want to make this into a major event. We're going to really, yeah, sure. You might talk not. such crap through your ass, man, and Jolly Joe. It's just amazing to me. I hope when you have your next meeting with him about your future that he doesn't talk crap through his ass. Okay, I'll make sure that he's sitting on it. State House, what, crap? His ass. State House candidates, separate bathrooms for gay kids. <laughs> I mean, this story isn't as good as... Now, are those uh, bathrooms going to be differently appointed? I'll get into it. We ought to see right. this guy. This guy is like a uh, retard. Got a big white beard and uh, goofy glasses. He looks like uh, Gabby Hayes in drag. A Republican seeking a state house seat in the land of Larry Craig advocates segregation based on sexual orientation. I wonder if this guy's another toe tapper. Retired Idahoan Walt Bays, 70, says in campaign literature that it's absolutely wrong to force any student to share the same bathrooms and showers with homosexual teachers or students. I don't really have an answer for it, the Wilder resident told the Idaho Press Tribune Saturday, but we're going to have to do something if there's going to be a considerable number of our people who are going to be gay. It would have been an absolute catastrophe, Bay said, if he were allowed to shower with girls when he was 18 years old, which is the rationale he uses to advocate such a separation. I don't know. I used to take showers with guys in the uh, gym in high school, and nobody ever yeah. touched anybody. I, ne I never touched anybody. I would like to have. No. Oh, baby. What? Ever have a, a problem? No. Okay. Bay's political experience consists of a run for a state senate in 2004 and a run for governor in 2006, which he kicked off with a hunger strike, holding out for almost two months until the state passed a law to challenge Roe v. Wade. South Dakota did so. According to the GEM State Voter Guide, Bayes opposes stem cell research and anti-discrimination laws based on sexual orientation and gender expression. He supports challenging evolution teachings in public schools, and he supports posting the Ten Commandments on public property. In other words, he's a right-wing, Bible-thumping lunatic. Separate bathrooms for gay kids. You don't want to take no showers and... Uh, do a, and, and, or right. a leak, you know. They'll be pink. They'll have the, uh, the glory. You don't want to go there and take a leak because if you take a leak, unless you have your golf club with you. Well, that spot's coming up next break. That's good. It's a good, good time. Yeah. Always bring your club into the uh, tea room. That's right. Because there might be some faggots in there, you know, some faggots. Like faggots. How do you like that? People like this walking around on the loose. 
Zion America. Scary. No, uh, probably a real good religionist, no doubt. So I got the program here for uh, Do you? For, Belmont. for what? For Belmont. Do you? Yeah. And? And nothing. I just uh, I got it. I got it uh, open to the first race, and you know, here's the line. Is that the right way? Is that the? Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay. See. The morning line. Well, Thank you. Well, let's make sure you're on the right. Uh, we're on the right thing here. One horse, Western Sweep, ridden by Edgar Prada. That's right. Two to one in the morning line. The two, Pew Do, with Abarcoa. Who used to be Ibarcoa, now he's Abarcoa. How would you say it in Espanol? E I B A R. Ibar? I'm, I'm going to see it written. Ibar. Ibar. Now he's Abar. Now he's Abar. Maybe he's Canadian, eh? Three horse, Zippy, with Channing Hill. Maybe you want to vote on her. Maybe. Or bet on her. Is she hot? I don't know. I've never seen what she looks like. I don't know what any of these people look like. I, well, I know what the uh, Edgar Prado looks like. Not good. Uh, wild, uh, wild Buttable. What is that? Wild But Able. Excuse me. Well, I don't know how to pronounce that. Wild But Able. It's all one word. With Cornelia Velasquez as the four. Are you dancing with Jose Espinosa as the uh, six? Did you skip over Rayana's jet? Rayana's jet with Ra Rajiv Mara, who sounds Indian to me. And that sounds like sure Indian does. jockey. Or Punjabi. Huh? Punjab man. He's a Punjab man. And seven is Wundilia uh, Kyle Branch, who I never heard of. I don't know who that is. See, this is Belmont. I mean, not that I don't know a little bit about these people, but what do I know about Belmont racing? Maybe if he's working, we'll hear Tom Durkin. That'll be good. Excellent. It's always good to hear Tom Durkin. Mm -hmm. Second race... I mean, the audience doesn't care about any of this, but nevertheless, we don't care about ratings anymore now. anyway. We're going to be just like that's that. That's right. Close and collect. That's Close it. Close and collect. That's what we're all about at QM. Not about sports, not about talk, not about ratings, not about listeners. Close and collect. Get some spots on the air, baby. Get a lot that's of spots. That's all it's about. Second race. It's a mile. Three-year-olds and up. One, Sacred Iron with, uh, oh, it's trained by Nick Zito. Hank's buddy. John Velasquez. Two to one favorite in the morning line. Am I right? Yes. Two, Sapphire Eyes with Abar Koa. There he is again. Three, Vindication with uh, Owindication. As in the... As in that vid I played that I had a dump. <laughs> is that what Tom it was Cruise called? And Windication. Kentosormo, the uh, rider for Big Brown. So he's on that, you know, winning the Derby. He's probably going to be on fire, Kentosormo. Cool Tales with Georgie Chavez is the four. Five, one lightning run with Kyle Branch. I already know what I'm going to have you bet. Probably right. lose. I don't know about this Rajiv Mara. Is he a good jockey? I'll go ask him. No, seriously. We don't, we don't have anybody who knows about any of these things. That's no. the problem. Maybe, maybe in the room here, I'll just shout out. Yeah, anybody know where this uh, guy from hey. India? Maybe he's the guy you talk to when you call uh, about your phone service or you call about your internet. or you call tech support and he says his name is right. Brian. That's right. Maybe it's Rajiv who's uh, mm -hmm. got a, he's in the tech room. He used to call it the tack room, but he's probably in the tech room. Or maybe if he works at QAM, he's in the Todd Dreck room. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Talk about evil. Now, you're, you're promising me that you're not going to let Petey Lenny show up on Saturday. I, I promised or, you that he would. Or Todd Dreck. Well, Todd I, Dreck I, I, I can't. I can't do anything about that. Although, about what? Um, I can't do anything about keeping Petey Lenny away, although we have lots of uh, volunteers that are, you know, offering to beat Petey. You're going to have a lot of security there, by the way, George? That was the main yeah, question yesterday. Lot, Let's say it again. You're going to have a lot of security because we want to come by there and start a rumble, you know. We're going to have layers of security. And then the people that we're calling about is their security. They couldn't, they couldn't hurt a fruit fly, you know. They wouldn't, right, they couldn't, right. 
little little girls, little nutless they ones. They couldn't crush a mosquito right. with the both fists. Doughy old fat men. That's it. Those are the ones. Mm-hmm. Like those, like the guy that talked the big yesterday. Your friend, uh, sure. Reverend Puff. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna come by and break your kneecaps. He can he can lift a fork to his face. That's the heaviest thing he can lift. Well, fork him. Yeah. Twenty till noon at five sixty WQAM. It's Gridians, dumb as dirt. Absolutely. Traitor and the corporate thief, with a little too much power for a bee. Take that greedy fat android and tell him Gornish Delvin cocks a horse. Cheney, take the bum down. Cheney's building up blood, profiting on innocent lives. Too many have died. Cheney, take them out now. Let him take his bold dyke daughter and Leslie White and vanish in Dubai and say goodbye, bye, 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 bye. Get his kicks exposing spies. Thanks to him, our government is privatized. The weekly Democrats have failed. This dirty bastard. Piece of crap belongs in jail. Impeach the Cheney. Take the bastard down. Tie his front up, get him out before he hides. Somewhere in Dubai. Impeach the Cheney. Take him out now. There isn't any doubt once he's out, this evil slide will go hide in Dubai and say bye 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 bye. Bye-bye. Oh, it's 11.47 at QM, and you better not be picking on Rajiv Mara, man. Why? Because I just Googled him, and he's 19 years old. He lives in Miramar, Florida. Well, then. And he was the hot apprentice jockey at uh, in New York for, uh, I guess, last year. All right. He's not an apprentice anymore. Now, you know what the, the difference is, what that means? Uh, oh, I know what the word apprentice means, but not in a horse racing Well, apprentice contest. and jockey, they get a weight allowance. In other words, still I have so many wins. Okay. But he's no longer an apprentice because he's carrying 125 there. But he's uh, hot as a pistol, and he won a whole bunch of races there, right. et cetera, and so on. And he's 19 and lives in Miramar. Who knows? Maybe uh, he's hot. All right. Rajiv, man. Let's take a look and see what Rajiv's got. Rayana's Jet. And he's the only reason I looked him up is because he's getting the early money to five. You see that? No, we don't he got. Wait, oh, there it is. Yeah, Belmont's up there, yes. Five yeah. to two, the five. You see that? Mm-hmm. Seven to two in the morning line. He's taking early money, honey. Sonny. I think the six and the seven you can throw out. Well, the seven's only seven to one. I don't know. We'll see. We've got lots of time. One o'clock post time at Belmont. That's right. And if there's one thing this audience doesn't want to hear about, it's hockey and horse racing. Yeah, How what about do they those uh, flyers, by the way? Oh, yeah. Neil, my flyers are. Yeah, your flyers are uh, on the edge of extinction, okay? That schmuck that called in that Philly guy the other day. It's another reason the callers are so bad. So bad. Well, there's so many reasons. It's all the oh, yeah. time. So there's the story on uh, Rajiv, uh, Ryder, what's his name again? Rajiv. Rajiv Mara. He lives in Miramar. Local boy. <laughs> no, he's not a local boy. What do you mean by that? Well, he lives in Miramar. Well, maybe he rode at Calder. Maybe. Or Gulfstream. <laughs> or like that. 
I'm getting choked up about it. No need. Danielle Ross was alone in an empty room at the Obama campaign headquarters in Kokomo, Indiana. A cell phone in one hand, a voter call list in the other. She was stretched out on the carpeted floor wearing laceless sky blue converses, stories from the trail on her mind. It was the day before Indiana's primary. She had just been chased by dogs while canvassing in a Kokomo suburb. But that wasn't the worst thing to occur since she postponed her sophomore year at Middle Tennessee State University in part to hopscotch America stumping for Barack Obama. Here's the worst. In Muncie, a factory town in the east-central part of Indiana, Ross and her cohorts were soliciting support for Obama at malls, on street corners, and in a Walmart parking lot. And they ran into a horrible response, as Ross put it, on a, a level of anti-black sentiment that none of them had anticipated. The first person I encountered was like, I'll never vote for a black person, we called Ross, who was white and just turned 20. People just weren't receptive. For all the hope and excitement Obama's candidacy is generating, some of his field workers, phone bank volunteers, and campaign surrogates are encountering a raw racism and hostility that have gone largely unnoticed and unreported this election season. Doors have been slammed in their faces. They've been called racially derogatory names, including the white volunteers, and they've endured malicious rants and ugly stereotyping from people who can't fathom that the senator from Illinois could become the first African-American president. We're getting some of that on the show, I guarantee you, mm -hmm. in those, uh, in those sure. diaries, I guarantee you. Mm -hmm. Oh, you good old bigoted redneck Yahoo old farts, okay? Too bad. The contrast between the large enduring crowds Obama draws at public events and the gritty street-level work to win votes is stark. The candidate is largely insulated from the mean-spiritedness that some of his foot soldiers deal with away from the media spotlight. Victoria Switzer, a retired social studies teacher, was on phone bank duty one night during the Pennsylvania primary campaign. One night was all she could take. It wasn't pretty. She made 60 calls to prospective voters in Susquehanna County, her home county, which is 98% white. The responses were dispiriting. One caller, Switzer, remember, said he couldn't possibly vote for Obama and concluded, hang that darky from a tree. Hmm. Documentary filmmaker Rory Kennedy, the daughter of the late Robert F. Kennedy, said she too came across a lot of racism when campaigning for Obama in Pennsylvania. One Pittsburgh Union organizer told he wouldn't vote for Obama because he is black, and a white voter, she said, offered this frank reason for not backing Obama. White people look out for white people, and black people look out for black people. Obama campaign officials say such incidents are isolated, that the experience of most volunteers and staffers has been overwhelmingly positive. The campaign released this statement in response to questions about encounters with racism. After campaigning for 15 months in nearly all 50 states, Barack Obama and our entire campaign have been nothing but impressed and encouraged by the core decency, kindness, and generosity of Americans from all walks of life. Rye. The last year only reinforced Senator Obama's view that this country is not as divided as our politics suggest. Campaign field work can be an exercise in confronting the fears, anxieties, and prejudices of voters. Veterans of the Civil Rights Movement know what this feels like, as do those who have been involved in battles over busing, immigration, or abortion. But through the Obama campaign, some young people are having their first experience joining a cause and meeting cruel reaction. On Election Day in Kokomo, a group of black high school students were holding up Obama signs along U.S. 31, a major thoroughfare. As drivers cruised by, a number of them rolled down their windows and yelled out a common racial slur, not the N-word, for African Americans. It is the N-word, according to Obama campaign staff. How you like that? Okay. N-lover. Uh-huh. Frederick Morrell, a black Kokomo High School senior, was not there but heard what happened. He was more disappointed than surprised. During his own canvassing for Obama, Morrell said, he has had a lot of doors slammed in his face. But taunting teenagers on a busy commercial strip in broad daylight, I was very shocked at first, Morrell said. Then again, I wasn't because we have a, a lot of racism here. The bigotry has gone beyond words. In Vincennes, the Obama campaign office was vandalized at 2 in the morning on the eve of the primary corner police. A large plate glass window was smashed. 
an American flag stolen. Other windows were spray-painted with references to Obama's controversial former pastor, the Reverend Jeremiah Wright, and other political messages. Hamas votes BHO, and we don't claim the guns of religion, G.D. Wright. Ray McCormick was notified of the incident about 2.45 a.m. A farmer and conservationist McCormick had erected a giant billboard on a major highway on behalf of Farmers for Obama. He also was housing the Obama campaign working, worker manning the office. When McCormick arrived at the office about two hours before he was due out of bed to plant corn, he grabbed his camera and wanted to alert the media. I thought, this is a big deal. But he was told Obama campaign officials didn't want to make a big deal of the incident. McCormick took photos away and distributed some. The pictures represent what we're breaking through and overcoming, he said. As McCormick, who is white, sees it, Obama's succeeding despite these incidents. Later, there would be bomb threats to three Obama campaign offices in Indiana, including the one in Vincennes, according to campaign sources. Bomb threats. Well, there's a lot of uh, bigots out there. What did I tell you about Pennsylvania, yeah. for example? And West Virginia. This is right side by each. West Virginia, you know? Yeah. The only black they like there is coal. There you go. That's right. By the way, uh, they just brought the posters down that they're festooning the place with for the appearance. Very nice. The Gulfstream people had them printed up. With well, thank, right thank, there goodness, thank goodness to them. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much to the Gulfstream people. They're taking care of us. Mm -hmm. Because the QM, well, I don't, you know, if Lee is there, is he still hanging out there with eating free food or what? Yes, we're uh, getting our free food right now, as a matter of fact. Good. Because he sure knows by now that the QM promotional effort on a scale of minus infinity is. It is what it is, you know? Is he nodding his head or is he just... He's, he's laughing. He's rolling on the floor. He's, uh, he's splitting his sides open there. <clears throat> really? Yeah. 98 votes on the new poll. Here you go, Chris. You're off and running. You're off to the races. This is a good poll. We should have, like, if we really had an audience, we'd have, like, 500 votes on this one already, If we like we used to have. Remember those days? I oh, do. Yeah. I may be old and doddering, but I can remember the days when we had an audience, before Jolly Joe came to town. Close and collect. Close and collect. Cut everybody's salary by 90% and close and collect. That's right. The real bummer about encountering an attractive stranger is, I'm too married, 27. We have 102 votes. I just can't reach out and touch, 20. Just reach out and grab and give him a big squeeze, a hug. Squeeze a few interesting parts. I'm too shy to approach them, 15. I may never see them again, 11. Why is that important? I don't know. I'm too unattractive to ever have a chance with them, five. I'm usually too old for them, five. They're with somebody else, five. They never give me the time of day, four. Somebody else is usually with me at the time, three. I usually make a fool of myself, two. I'm gay, but they're straight, too. I just never run into anyone. I just can't steal a kiss from one. And I'm straight, but they're gay, none. Out of 102, right. I'm straight, but they're gay. How do you know that? When you when you run into a stranger, how do well? Sometimes you know it's obvious. This is an attractive stranger. Right. Sometimes I it's obvious. I guess there's some attractive bulldikes and queens and right. like that. right. Some real pretty, pretty guys. Pretty gals. Thanks. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Pretty butch gals. That's right. 11.56, four minutes till noon. We're just an hour and four minutes away from first posted. Now, you're supposed to remind me something. I was? About Harris. Uh, the harness racing at Harris, it starts at uh, something. 
It's not a big, big jump. Stayed at the same distance going 5 eighths. He loves being either on or right close to the lead. It's Woodbine from your Dan Loiseau in the back. Clark gets him up in the final strides. Five buyer. He's two for two to start out his eight-year-old campaign. On the inside, fire the firm. Choreography wanted. Fire the firm. Second, Packer sweep. Third, and Tough Mouse here fourth. Well, I can, I can tell you're already getting all whipped up with excitement. I am. Maybe we'll make George some money today. What do you say? Let's see. The five is two to one, and the one is uh, five to two. Those are the only two at Belmont so far. They're getting serious action. One and five. All right. <coughs> but other than the uh, six horse, which is twenty-one to one, everybody else has got a shot. Yeah. So I think what we'll do is we'll back wheel the double, but we'll leave the six out, and then of okay. course he'll wind up winning. It'll be like a three hundred dollar double. And he'll go, oh, gee, Neil told me to leave the six out. Hey, whatever. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. Campaigning all day, you might say, could cause some stress. Now and then I like to take a well-deserved rest. But I can't relax under the scrutiny of the press. Now they're coming after me for smoking cigarettes. Smoking in the privacy of my home. I was smoking in the, the privacy of my home, sometimes in the car when I'm alone. I light one up and smoke in the privacy of my home. Why, just the other night I, I asked Michelle to find me one of those long folders so I could look more like Roosevelt. As far as brand loyalty, you never can tell. Sometimes a cool, a Salem, a kit, or an occasional pell-mell. Smoking in the privacy of my, my home. Smoking in the privacy of my, my home. I'm a human being, not healthy, I know. But what's it to you that I smoke in the privacy of my home? 1202 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. George is out there at Gulfstream waiting to meet all his uh, good friends. Mm-hmm. Well, Nobody by yet? Oh, and a really nice guy. Send by. Are you what? eating again on the ear? What do you mean again? Yeah. We're not putting a business card. I can't believe it. What do they that. bring you? Oh, a business card. I got um, uh, that Reuben with no sauce. They've got mm. great Reubens here. Hmm? Anyway, Gary came by. Gary, uh, a computer guy. Yeah. Came by. Said he was uh, filling up over here at Aventura. Heard us talking. Came in just to say hi. Nice well, that was awfully nice. Thanks, Gary. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming by because it'd be really a it'd be really a bummer if George sat there for four hours and not one listener came. Says by. Uh, he's been listening for a hundred years, way back when. Uh, big Rick and Suds fan. All of these things. Really? Yes. All of these things. One three five in the first race is what I'm seeing at Belmont, based on the early wagering. Not that that means that one of those is going to win. Okay. Three. Well, three is Channing Hill. Wouldn't that be a thrill to win with Channing Hill? Anyway. Yeah. Winning anyhow would be great. And what about the two? Two is six to one with Abar Coa. Pew Do. P U D E W. Pew Do. Oh, Florida bread. Well, no wonder it's called P U. Albert Einstein, arch rationalist or scientist with a spiritual core? Question mark. What time is the uh, Chester? Oh, it's at uh, 21 minutes. No, you're not going to bet on those. We'll just uh, we'll just make picks for fun. Okay. Or we can just forget about it. You know. Whatever. It's all good. Is it all good? Every, all the food is. Four to five on the rail with Cat Manzi at the Harris. Look at that, the Cat Man. 
And catch the wind with Georgie Knapp Jr. is taking early money, too. That's our Florida boy, George Napolitano Jr., man. Georgie Knapp Jr. You know Georgie Knapp? No, no. We'll go take one. I would love to. The one and the five are the only horses look to be even. And Blue Boy, look at that. That's the one that I picked based on his lifetime record and is a winning mark with Jonathan Roberts. is eight to one in the morning line at Harris Chester. Oh, my God. That's uh, in Philadelphia. That's south of the, uh, by the airport. Albert Einstein, arch-rationalist or scientist with a spiritual core question mark. A letter being auctioned in London this week adds more fuel to the long-simmering debate about the Nobel Prize-winning physicist's religious views. In the note written the year before his death, Einstein dismissed the idea of God as the product of human weakness, and the Bible is pretty childish. boy, Al. The letter handwritten in German is being sold by Bloomsbury Auctions on Thursday, next Thursday, and was it this Thursday? No, tomorrow. And expected to fetch between 12 and 16 grand. Einstein, who helped unravel the mysteries of the universe with his theory of relativity, expressed complex and arguably contradictory, contradictory views on faith, perceiving the universe suffused with spirituality while rejecting organized religion, thanks God. The letter up for sale written to philosopher Eric Gutkind in January 54 suggests his view on religion did not mellow with age. In it, Einstein said the word God is for me nothing more than the expression and product of human weaknesses, the Bible a collection of honorable but still primitive legends which are nevertheless pretty childish. For me, he added, the Jewish religion, like all other religions, is an incarnation of the most childish superstitions. Well said, Al. Couldn't say it better myself. Addressing the idea that the Jews are God's chosen people, Einstein wrote, the Jew Jewish people to whom I gladly belong and with whose mentality I have a deep affinity have no different quality for me than all other people. As far as my experience goes, they're also no better than other human groups, although they're protected from the worst cancers by lack of power. Otherwise, I can't see anything chosen about them. But they do make great deli. Bloomsbury spokesman Richard Caton said the auction house was 100% certain of letters' authenticity. It's being offered at auction for the first time by a private vendor. John Brooke, emeritus professor of science and religion at Oxford University, said the letter lends weight to the notion that Einstein was not a conventional theist, although he was not an atheist either. Like many great scientists of the past, he's rather quirky about religion and not always consistent from one period to another, Brooks said. Born to a Jewish family in Germany in 1879, Einstein said he went through a devout phase as a child before beginning to question conventional religion at the age of 12. In later life, he expressed a sense of wonder at the universe and its mysteries, what he called a cosmic religious feeling, and famously said, Science without religion is lame. Religion without science is blind. But he also said, I don't believe in the God of theology who rewards good and punishes evil. My God created laws that take care of that. His universe is not ruled by wishful thinking, but by immutable laws. Brooks and Einstein believe that there's some kind of intelligence working its way through nature, but certainly not a conventional Christian or Judaic religious view. Einstein's most famous legacy is the special theory of relativity, which makes the point that a large amount of energy could be released from a tiny amount of matter, as expressed in the equation E equals mc squared, but a beep, but a boop, but a bop. Einstein's musing on science, amusings on science, war, peace, and God helped make him world famous, and his scientific legacy prompted Time magazine to name him its person of the 20th century. He said, there's a lot of bubble mices out there. Look at that. The one and the five are both two to one in the first race at Belmont. That's your boy. Your buddy, your close That's personal right. buddy. He looks, I looked up uh, some pictures of him. He's Indian. Okay. And? Well, I mean, he looks Indian. You know what I mean? All right. Not that there aren't some really hot-looking Indian people. He's uh, just Correct. a guy. Okay. You know what I mean? Not, not that I, I we do, would bet on him, depending on what he would look like. Looks like he has great guy, oh, do you ever bet on jockeys because they look cute? Oh, my God. Sure. 
No, of course not. Why not? That, that's the way you're going to bet. Well, in, in, in our case, might as well because yeah. we've got no racing form, so we have no form to check out. See, even though you've been doing this for weeks, you still have no understanding of how it is that, no, that not, you bet. But I do have a racing form. You do have one? I told you. Oh, I have no, a program. You I'm a sorry. Program. You program. Don't, wait, 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 wait. Like, I don't know. You said you have a program. Yeah, I guess there's a difference. The racing form has the charts of the past performances. Oh. That's the only way you can bet thoroughbred racing intelligence. Unless, of course, you got a tip. Anybody there got to give you a tip? No. No. Well, why not? But I could get a steak tip if I wanted to. Don't you feel, like, alone or something? Don't you feel like... No, i got all these nice people around me here. You do? Well, they're all employees of QAM, but... Well, I like who besides Flea. Who else is there? Steve Sloan. I, got I thought Steve. he's bailing. Steph, the engineer, he's going he's gonna to eat lunch he's first. Gonna get, he's going to be jailing if he starts bailing. Who else? Steph, the engineer, and... Right, that's it. Boy. I don't, I don't want to tell you how to feel, but other than with your hands. Mm-hmm. But it sounds pretty desperate to me. It sounds desolate. Do you hear the sirens are coming now? I do. Can you actually hear it? Yeah, they're coming for you. Loud. Raucous. Mm. This poll is, is good, Charlie B., but it's not one that you can read very often on the air because there's, there's too many long choices, like I said before. 145 votes, Chris. Chris is unimpressed. What time did we change it? Like uh, 11? 11? Well, it's not so bad. Not great. Back when we had an audience, man, we'd already have like 500 on there. One is taking the late money now. Isn't that the horse I picked with Edgar Prado? How about Perez Prado? What about it? And Patricia. We could play that if you had your music, but you don't. I don't. Remember that? We just uh, hum it. Oh. I'll get my comb out. No, you can't play, uh, well, I guess you could. Hey. Instrumental, you can play anything on a comb. Play Inagata de Vida on a comb. The one and the five in the first race, which is a, a, a Western Sweep, New York Bread, and Rihanna's Jet. See, the five has taken uh, excessive money there, mm-hmm. which doesn't prove a damn thing. This, this is not a way to bet on horses. Whatever. It's half-assed. That's fine. Good enough for me. Is it? Sure. So I think we're going to bet the one and the five over the one, two, three, four. Okay. As long as, as, long as you put that in language that, uh, that we can write down, and uh, we're going to just pass a note to the people at the window. Well, how, well, how difficult is that? I already one and the five in the first race. This is the daily double over I already the one, forgot two, what you three, said. four. That's two with four is eight bucks, $2 doubles, eight bucks. Now, if you want to bet $4 doubles, now, wait a minute, it's eight. No, wait a minute. That, that's a one dollar, 16 bucks. Can you handle it? I can handle it. Say it, say it again now. Steve, well, no, Steve. we're not going to do it yet. you got 49 minutes oh, okay. to post All right. for Christ's sake. No problem. We're going to bet now. What happens if somebody comes along and one of those uh, horses goes like to That's two to point. five or something? We'll handle it. You'll just somebody touches a zillion dollars on one and uh, the odds goes we'll zooming just, down. We'll just write it down. Lee says he's on it. He'll, he'll take care of it. One? No, I have not. Don't. Okay. That's what everyone says. I says that I'm not missing nothing. You don't want to. It is a toilet. I mean, a casino's there. There's some really beautiful casinos. You just don't want to go outside. Okay. You go outside and you feel like, oh, I don't know. I think I want to go back inside real fast. Florida sucks. Hello, I'm Bill Clinton, and I want you to know that elderly voters won't vote for Barack Obama because people of that generation are too rate. Ra- reasonable to fall for his rhetoric. Isn't that right, sir? I won't vote for Barack Obama because he's bleep. He's bleep. He's bleep. Believes in so 
specialized medicine. You see, you should all respect the wisdom of your elders. Excuse me, sir. Why don't you like Barack Obama? I don't like him because he's a, uh, I mean, he's a, uh, a newcomer to politics. It's all about experience. And these experienced voters know that there's only one viable choice come November. And who do you support, sir? I guess I'm going to vote for Hillary, even though she's a, uh, a uh, she's a Clinton. I'm Bill Clinton, and I approve what this old guy just said. <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet you do. It's all over, Bubba. It's all over. Is it over? It is. Eight minutes till the post time at uh, Chester's Hera. I never even knew there was such a place. Boy, it's just amazing. Mm-hmm. How these things happen. Well, and you being the big racing aficionado that you are. I'm all the early money went on the one with Cat Manzi. You know I the great that. Catello Manzi? The Cat Man? No. Remember Scat Man Crothers? Yes, I, I do. I don't know what race he's, he's driving in. He's dead. Is he really? Oh, yeah. The Scat Man? Yeah. He was in uh, The Shining. Yes, he was. He was, and he was dead things. in there, too, as a matter of yeah. fact. Seems to be, it seems to be following him around. You he know? had a lot, of, uh, lot of impact in that movie, not. The Shadow of Death. Representative Ron Paul is still in the GOP race, even drew 16% of the vote in the recent Pennsylvania Republican primary. Now his supporters are planning to stage a revolt at the Republican National Convention in September, possibly with the aim of securing Paul at a primetime prime speaking slot. Conservative radio talk show host Mike Gallagher told the host of Fox and Friends yesterday, there's no question that this could be a major headache for John McCain. Good. Good. Obama's had so much tourist, man. They've uh, put every lasso around, every al al albatross around his neck, speaking of racing. John McCain would be well served to kind of reach out and give him an olive branch at the convention, Gallagher continued. Let him speak. Give him a rule, because if these people are disrespected, you know, this combined with Bob Barr's announcement that Barr now is running as a libertarian is just going to take votes away from McCain and could be a disaster for the Republican Party. Margaret says she's got top quality uh, products. Yeah. Yeah, probably for your penis, you know. Really? Well, that, that's most of the spam I get is uh, assuming that all of us, uh, every guy that's on there is like limp, you know. Yeah. Limp. I mean, limp wrist, yes, yeah. but limp, uh, no. They're, they're targeting their audience. Bob Barr recently cited Paul's success as having helped inspire his own candidacy, pointing to what Ron Paul has tapped into in terms of reaching an awful lot of young people in particular, and illustrating very clearly that in this day and age it's possible to reach a lot of young people through the Internet. That's where Ron Paul is popular on the Internet. Everywhere else is like, who, what, huh? Democratic political consultant commentator Bob Beckel then joined in the Fox discussion, saying of Paul, I think you ought to get a primetime speech at the convention. This is the only guy that has a bobblehead doll made for him that his head doesn't move. What, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't get it. I was hoping you'd explain that to me. They're nuts, Beckel said of Paul's supporters, hastening to add, I don't mean nuts in a bad way. They're nuts about their guy. I think they ought to do it, Mike, Beckel concluded, laughing. I think it would be great for you guys to have Ron Paul at your convention. It'll show some diversity at the convention, Gallagher. Acknowledge that's the kind of diversity you need, brother, Beckel confirmed. But a beep, but a boop, but a bop. Yeah, Ron Paul. I'm going to tell you, man, unless the Democrats do something, although we'll find out. It's going to be really interesting to find out just how deep that racial thing goes, because keep in mind, we're only in the primaries now. Right. Obama's only, uh, you know, shooting for the nomination. Well, I figure, since he's only half black, that only half the racists will vote against him. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. I know. I know. That thing in West Virginia last night. Right. And Kentucky, too. All you need is a drop. 
It's interesting because West Virginia doesn't have any black people. And I guess Kentucky either. Maybe they don't allow them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, what? No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm, uh, I'm concurring. I mean, let's stop and think about it for a second. West Virginia, Charleston is the yeah. biggest city in West Virginia, right? Isn't that the capital? I guess. I don't know. The only city I know in West Virginia. And in Kentucky, Louisville, horrible place. Louisville. Louisville. Frankfurt. What are some other places in Lexington, where they have the Red Mile horse country? I wonder who the horses voted for. I know who the horses' asses voted for. Swillery. Especially the old horses. 39 minutes to post time at Belmont. Now, is somebody going to go make that bet for you, 16 bucks? Yes. I don't know whether I want to do that. Just uh, whenever, whenever we're ready, we'll uh, send Lee over there. The one on the phone. I mean, I, I always lecture fly. against chalk, but I, I'm, I'm operating blind here. I'm flying blind. Wouldn't it be nice if, uh, well, I don't know. Is Steve Sloan gone yet? He's over on the other side of the room on the phone. Doing what? With his bookie? Probably with his bookie. I imagine. There's not to bet with his bookie. You can bet right there all the different tracks, man. you got Freehold going on in 12 minutes, Chester in three, Suffolk Downs in 23 minutes, Belmont in 38. I'll tell you one thing. If I would just sign up on this HPI thing on my uh, TV, I can, I can go online and get an account. Yeah. Give my credit card number and stuff. I could be broke by, uh, oh, the 1st of July. Sweet. No. There you go. It's a great idea. It's a bad idea. It's an excellent idea. I sit here and I watch these races. I'm probably one of the only people in the world that watches horse races that, and doesn't bet on them. Really? Yeah, because I like the sport. I love harness racing. And thoroughbreds are you know, interesting for eh, from time to time. Got to say that because uh, you're at Gulfstream. Right. Well, I understand you, this. You understand what? Going as fast as you can. Oh, are you going to say, you know, here we go again with the same. Oh, he's got a bunch of 3 by 5 cards in his pocket. Right. And no matter what the subject is, he's got a 3 by 5 yeah, card there for you. there you are. Sorry. He just whips it out and the card, Sorry. too. Yeah. Oh, I don't understand those buggy well, listen, horses. Why can't maybe they run as fast? If I had because actually, they're not bred to run, okay? They're bred to trot and pace, okay? That sounds That's wrong. what it's at. That sounds Just like all the different swimming. I've been through this with you all a million times. I know, I know. Well, maybe be, if I had uh, yeah, just like the raced relay. Just like relay buggy, racing. Right. If they didn't have to stop and hand off that baton, they'd run yeah. a lot faster, wouldn't they? Right, but that's all That's all part of it. See, they well, all run as fast exactly, as they can. Exactly, that's right. Each person runs as fast oh, as they can my until they've handed it off. You are just... You're impossible. Maybe well, if I had actually uh, ridden a buggy. I wonder, oh, look at that. The one is even money now, the Catman. Catmanzy. He's got the hot hoss. Four to five. Man, he is taking money like uh, Niatros against Chicken Picker. Can you believe that? I believe it. I wonder who the race caller is at Harris One Chester. One minute at Chester. Just a minute. Sound like a... you hear that? Chester, he had like a runaway S. I just caught it. I reached out and I grabbed it. Did you? Yeah, I caught the S. Like you're tying it with our pole. Sometimes you just got to reach out and grab it. And grab that S. Oh, that would be so nice. <laughs> Somebody really. Enjoy. How about just a hug, a kiss, a little tongue, you know, something. A little, little squeeze, mm. a little grope. A little squeeze. Let me squeeze it. Let me cup that. Yeah. Wouldn't that be wonderful? I like the four horse in the uh, first race a lot. Not that you're betting on Harris Chester. It's too late anyway. I think they're going to the gate. There's Eric Goodell. How they hanging, Eric? And Georgie Knapp Jr. What's the five? Nine to one. He got early money there, George Napolitano. A uh, great Florida family, the Napolitano racing family. See, when it gets to harness racing, then I know what I'm talking about. Okay. I'll I'll bet on it. I don't need to understand it. And is Dave Johnson calling tomorrow in advance of the Preakness? Yes. Great. 
So what? You know, we got a great call coming up tomorrow, and that's the only call we need this to take. This is your final call for first race wagers. Oh, there's Georgie Knapp on the five time. in the red and Chris the white. Chris Fathat, three to five, the current favorites. Blue Boy, five to one. Nine well, to one, Georgie ten point accuracy, Desert Turbulence, Dragon King. Double digits bar those. What does that mean? What did he just say? I don't know. Double digits. What is this man talking about? Weren't we just talking about that? Digits? Yeah, digit. I wonder if a midget's got a digit. I bet you they do. But Ask small. the jockeys. They'll tell you. Mm-hmm. But they're small. One thing about some of them little guys, man, they really just shock the daylights out of people. Do they? Well, I mean, if, if you're nosy, mm-hmm. you're sticking your nose in where it don't belong. Yeah, Georgie Knapp's 11 to 1. The five. Well, you ought to go and bet a hundred bucks to win. You got no chance. <laughs> the Catman is one to two on the rail. Oh my God, one to two. Prohibitive favorite. That pays three bucks for two. You don't want to bet that. No. No. When it comes one to two, just throw it in the toilet. And we got a problem now because it's twelve twenty-six. Yeah. And we should probably do the break, especially knowing that our the starter is Norton Shoemaker. Our assistant starter is Andy Keene. Kind of racing, but they call the Pacers into Maybe line NASCAR. for the Wednesday opener in Harris Chester. It's post time, and the gate is rolling. I was thinking about your friend Joe Costello when I was taking a leak this morning. Really? What time? Yeah. About when he when I did my first show from Toronto, and we told everybody, "Don't say Neil's not in the studio yet." And he went on the air that night. Remember that? Uh huh. And opened up a big stupid mouth. That's your buddy Joe Costello. That's right. Always wiping you off. What do you mean by that? Oh, that's what he did. He looked for that. Did he really? Not pissing you off, pissing people off. Is that what Joe Costello's thing is? It going around? Was on the bridge. Well, if there was nothing. Off. If there was nothing better to do, yeah, he would resort to that. Starting gate is rolling, baby, and they also got a uh, pickup truck there, just After like they do with the Meadows. Oh, ready for start. oh, it's that rednecky thing, man—a pickup truck for the starting gate. That is so bad. Racing in a twelve twenty-five opener. Dragon King showed speed from the outside. Blue Boy from between horses, and Blue Boy will go right to the what front. What did I tell you? The Chris four, Spada baby. Is up a, close in toward a the laughing. inside, then Dragon King backed off just a bit. Michael's Jewel. And I tell you, the four three and a half off the lead. Can I say that? I love the four. It's Blue Boy in front of length and a half from Chris Spada. Four to one. Means for fun. One Michael's to five in the pocket, the third baby. Spot from Catman. Accuracy. Dragon King settles in mid pack, six from the, the front. The Catman isn't satisfied with the two holes. He wants to leave. He's one to five. He wants to be on the air. Up in the air, Catman. Opening quarter of. They come past us for the first time, and Chris Spada has made the front for the Catman, overtaking Blue Boy for the lead. Michael's Jewels, an up-close third, pan-point accuracy just off the speed, now tipping to the outside. They better hurry up because we've only got a four-hour show, you know what I mean? Are you watching Harris Chester or not? They're not showing it. They're not showing it? No. And American Peace remains the trailer as this octet races through the bridge. What would you be talking about, man? They're not showing it? Chris away by a length and a quarter from Blue Boy for a half of 58 seconds even. 29 and 4, soft. Maybe they don't understand it either. As Chris Spada opens up by a length of three quarters on Wouldn't blue surprise me. He's tracking for the pocket spot. Pan point accuracy continues to advance first over. He's three lengths from the lead now. Michael's Jewel has no room. Dragon King is taking a peek three wide. And Dragon King appeared to have put a few steps in there. Catch the wind. Still appeared to have put a few steps in. He's on a wicked, wild, nasty break. He appeared to put a... Who American is this announcer? Some kind of a child or what? Three quarters in one Some kind of a... I think that four's got a shot. To make a break the apple cart. Chris Spada still leads it a length and a quarter. Jonathan Roberts. <laughs> 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 Blue Boy 
for the point accuracy oh. is between horses and two and a half lengths off no the lead. So they turn for home, 150 to go. And Chris Spada is digging in. Blue Boy under an all-out drive toward the inside. Catch the wind center of the track. Pan point accuracy has Hold no it, room. And Chris four. Spada does it in virtually... Four. Go cash. 1229 to QM. This man is speaking in sport hall. It's the And this man is speaking in sport hall with a touch of sport hall Would you like to speak sport hall too? It's kind of fun and so easy to do. First, remove your brain. Drill a hole on top. And just add water. Then simply place your brain back in your head and call 1-800-I-Worship-Monosyllabic-Morons for a free one-page pamphlet called Dumbass, Defining Sycophantic Closet Homosexuals and Radio Station Owners Who Kneel at the Altar of Criminals That Become Multimillionaires by Playing a Simple-Minded Child's Game. Remember, the next time you pay $500 to fill up your car or truck, make sure your radio is tuned to an all-sports format. Stay dumb and call 1-800-SPORTS is the only thing that matters. That's 1-800. All right. I just had a tremendous inspiration. Are you still with me? Or are you I'm going? right here. Yeah. Oh. I said, did you? Yeah. Well, we got one minute to post time at Freehold. Well, I sure hope they don't have that moron Larry Letterman calling the races at the Freehold, that amateur wannabe comedian, sit-down comedian, jackass. But anyway... Yeah. I was thinking, since they've already got us down to numbers that nobody ever dreamed of before, we can whittle those down to almost nothing. I'm sure. Why not? Because like else this FBI thing here, we could carry the races on the show all day. Sure. Since that's the last thing in the world other hey, than hockey that listen, anybody in South Florida wants to hear about. Nothing that you could talk about could be more boring than what they're talking about on the rest of the station, so why not? Now, are you knocking the sports nerds again? Yes. Good. Especially those people that talk about the freaking Marlins, man, and suck up to that oh, damn organization. The draft, the draft. That organization is rotten to the core, man. Rotten. That damn David Sampson and that uh, Jeffrey Luria. I didn't even like his damn stores, that Luria. Yeah, no, service merchandise was way better. I told you about my experience at Luria's where they had, I uh, wanted delivery or something, that they didn't deliver. Yep. Oh, you got to go out and buy a pickup truck, and then you can take the table home. You know, just strap it to the top of the truck or some crap like that. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Yeah, I got out of there all right and never came back. There was some other place in Hialeah where I went to buy furniture or something like that, and they also gave me a bunch of... I think they didn't like me is what it was, which is fine. They're not the only ones. Uh-oh. What? I'm positive this is going to be Larry Letterman calling Freehold. He just, he just makes me He makes me feel unclean. That's part of the subhuman race. I don't have the entries for fuel because I didn't bother messing with it. Just as well. But they're at the top of the stretch. They're on their way to the start. And here they come. It's him. All right. Losing a stride mid-stretch. Winters are all jiggling all the way. Marrying them both. Good. It's all distorted and muffled and I can't hear it. That's him. Thinks he's a comedian. Everything is some uh, big joke. Ah, ha, ha. Oh, ho, ho, ho. And he's about as funny as an instant heart attack, as an instant fatal heart attack. That's Larry Letterman, Clubman Dreard. In day four of a Washington Post series, Careless Detention, it's revealed that the U.S. has injected hundreds of foreigners without their consent with dangerous mind-altering drugs for trips returning them to their home countries, according to government documents, medical records, and interviews with some of the actual people who were drugged. 
They thought they were going on a one kind of trip, and they were going on two. You know what I mean by that? Uh -huh. Yes. Free? Sure you do. From the report, Don't the government's that. forced use of antipsychotic drugs in people who have no history of mental illness, including dozens of cases in which the pre-flight cocktail, as the document calls it, had such a potent effect that federal guards needed a wheelchair to move the slump deportee out of an airplane. Unsteady gate fell onto tarmac, says a medical note on the deportation of a 38-year-old woman to Costa Rica in the late spring 2005. Another detainee was dragged down the aisle in handcuffs, semi-comatose, according to an airline crew member's written account. Repeatedly, documents describe immigration guards taking down a reluctant deportee to be tranquilized before heading to an airport. In a Chicago holding cell, who's that on the lead there? I don't have any idea who that driver is. So that's, that's Jim Matinas, I bet. Who? You don't know. I don't know, and I'm not seeing that. You're not seeing freehold either? Harness no. racing. They don't want to show that at Gulfstream. It's bad for business. No, I got Suffolk and Belmont. They don't want to show the buggy horses. Repeatedly, documents describe immigration guards taking down a reluctant deportee to be tranquilized before heading to an airport. In a Chicago holding cell early one evening in February 2006, five guards piled up on top of a 49-year-old man who was angry he was going back to Ecuador, according to a nurse's account in his deportation file. As they pinned him down so the nurse could punch a needle through his coveralls into his right buttock, Rectum. one officer stood over him menacingly and taunted, Nighty-night! Such episodes are among more than 250 cases the Washington Post has identified which the government has without medical reason given drugs meant to treat serious psychiatric disorders to people that have shipped out of the U.S. since 2003, the year the Bush administration handed the job of deportation to the Department of Homeland Security's new Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency known as ICE. Involuntary chemical restraint of detainees, unless there's a medical justification, is a violation of some international human rights codes. The practice is banned by several countries. Where confidential documents make clear, U.S. escorts have been unable to inject deportees with extra doses of drugs during layovers en route to faraway places. Federal officials have seldom acknowledged publicly that they sedate people for deportation. The few times officials have spoken of the practice, they've understated that portraying sedation as, a, as rare an act of last resort. Neither is true, records and interviews indicate. The most frequently used drugs in the sedation cocktail are Haldol, an antipsychotic medication that gained notoriety in the Soviet Union, where it was often given to political dissidents in prison and psychiatric hospitals. Ativan, used to control anxiety, and Cogentin, a medication that supposedly lessens Haldol side effects of muscle spasms and, <coughs> and rigidity. I'm getting choked up about it. The medically recommended dosage for the Haldol alone from the report for aggressive behavior, half a milligram twice a day to five milligrams three times a day, although doses of up to ten milligrams a day may be used in a hospital emergency room. The U.S. made flight layovers during some trips with sedated detainees, and as there are foreign nations that forbid the practice, the report also details some run-ins between flight nurses from foreign officials, which in one instance resulted in a detainee being returned to Atlanta from a layover in France in your pants. Save on medications. Here's another thing on my, uh, on my uh, Crackberry. You should forward that to the people that, uh, you know, to the government. Yeah, that's right. Save on uh, antipsychotic medications from some uh, bogus pharmacy. You know, some of these deals might be good. Maybe I'd save a lot of money on all my pills. You know, I take all these drugs. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Blood pressure, diabetes, all of that stuff. Maybe I'd save a lot of money. But I'm just so pissed off that they keep spamming me. Yeah. Well, here's the second race at Harris coming up already. Who the hell's that driver there? Oh, Georgie Jr. He's by Larry Fry, trained by Brian Rowland, driven by Danielle Dubé. Or Danny Dubé, 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 Dubé. Boy, it's coming up. It's only 20 minutes till post time at Belmont. There's Eric Goodell. Trained by Albert Hanna, trained My by Eric. Hey, Eric. Driven by Eric Goodell. Number three is Wen Mars Handsome. 
Are you into this now? You're going to go for Thomas O'Leary. Totally stoked. Totally stoked. Thomas O'Leary. Catman again. Catman's the number four is move it. Catman's trying to sweep the double. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Fire to the parade. Sweep this. Give him a broom and sweep this. Are we still going with that uh, that bet so far? Yeah. Okay. Why haven't they made the bet? Well, wait a minute. I got to go. I got to look at the uh, prices now. Can we finish the post parade? There's a Bippy Roberts man, Jonathan Roberts. I told you that one four in the first race, didn't I? You could have bet the exact. I right. bet you paid at least three eighty. Whatever. Uh, Steve took Lee over to the, uh, the betting window and they uh, gave him a seminar and uh, introduced him to one of the ladies. He's he's all down for it. He's down on it. He's down on it. Oh, there's Andy Miller. And and on the outside. Oh, Tim Tedrick. Oh, I, I get the creeps. He's great. He's won a million races, and I, I get the creeps from him. He's like from uh, Mars. He's a spaceman, space cadet. Now, this is going to be the last time we start. We can't do this because this is like an, uh, just a tune-out. They don't care about this crap. Don't you understand? They don't care. Yeah, well, we don't care. I don't care. You don't want to? We can't do anything. What? We can't do anything exciting anymore anyway. This isn't exciting. This is ponderous. What I'm saying. Even the calls were better than this. Now, don't so, go say nothing you can't take back later. Well, Hotels.com. <laughs> Last day to uh, use your free night coupon. This thing is just buzzing up the storm. The more I get pissed off about spam, the more I get. That Tim Tietrich, man, he's from outer space. There's something really strange about him. And the Gansam Mishpacha. Where the hell did he come from? Strange. 213 votes on Chris's poll. I bet you Chris is in a coma. Huh? <laughs> Chris is in a coma. Biggest name. The best talent. Got STD laden strip joints. Approved by Joyce. Fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. Online gambling scams. Approved by Joyce. Words containing the word bag. Rejected by Joyce. Erectile dysfunction spots. Resoundingly approved by Joyce. Tuba sounds resembling fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. Blatant sports-related faggery and sports show hosts encouraging kids to rob liquor stores. Happily approved by Joyce. Fart sounds. Rejected by Joyce. The human race rejected by Joyce. Or is it the other way around? Both. 1247 at 560 WQM. Get out there and see George until 2 o'clock in Gulfstream. Oh, I guess it's too late for that now. Oh, I didn't read this other thing. Okay. We got so many liners, you know. Mm-hmm. Nothing could be finer than to read a corny liner. WQAM, Bruce Rossmar, Harley Davidson, and South Day Dodge presents the 105 Days of Harley. You could be one of 56 winners of a 2008 Harley-Davidson motorcycle. To register, go to any Bruce Rossmeyer or South Day Dodge showroom, any Hooters location, or log on to WQM.com. On the right-hand side of the QM website, you scroll down there, and you'll, you'll find something about it. That thing of that, that promo there about my appearing at the... Uh, he rarely makes public appearances. That's right. Uh, well, what is that? That's like, it's a big deal? By the way, um, yeah. we, we, and by we, I mean Steve Sloan, before we left, tried to send you a picture of the poster. So I, I'd like really like to see what kind of picture actually showed up in your inbox. Oh, because you know that's always, that's always fun. Yes. Oh, that's Steve Saul, man. He's a real card. Oh, they're off at Suffolk Downs as they race for the first turn. Nobody cares. Oh, here you go. Actually, something came through. That's pretty exciting. That's a good start. Yeah. Probably Steve again, standing in front of the sales department or a door or something better. 
with Todd Drex's head in his hand. Who knows what pictures are in there? Let's see. You have a picture from uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, where is it? Where's the picture? I don't know. The man may or may not know how to use his own phone. He doesn't. You have a picture, but the message didn't come out. It's just got these square little thing with the red and white and blue, you know? <laughs> it didn't come out. Great. I... Oh, no, there it is. Oh. Show images. Okay. There's the will is away. Look at that. Neil Rogers, live in the Breezeway Bar 3 to 5. That's excellent. And Gulfstream did that? Yes. They're going to be all over the place. Our friends at Gulfstream. At least they're promoting us. They rub you. The right way. Oh, That's they right. spelled my name wrong, though. Niall Rogers, N-I-E-L. Really? Did we lose the line? <laughs> Those are collector items now. <laughs> I gotta get me one. Rogers. Well, I'm glad That's that right. I'm not expected to be there. Some guy named Niall. <laughs> well, then he's going to well, Here's the money. second race at Harris. They're approaching the start. And they're off. Wendelstein slow to begin. Wendelstein. From the far outside, oh, brilliant success left well. He's joined by Wen Mars Hansen from the center of the track. Then Bud Ross between well, horses. This is a trot. They're breaking all over the place. made a break in stride they're going into the first and jumping turn. And, skipping. and brilliant success clears to the front from Wen Mars Hansen. Bud Ross is just off the speed in third. Two and a half lengths clear of Astro Hall. It's a gap of two. Back to oh, Dean and Jesse. With Spaceman Tim Tinkrich on the lead. Oh, farther back to I a hate him. Wendelstein. And after the break, Something really strange about that whole deal. Opening quarter went in 28 seconds even. They come past us for the... Oh, we don't want to hear that. Okay, so let's take a look and see the odds at the Belmont, okay? Let's get ready for this. The one went up to 3-1. to one. The two is 3-1, to one, which we left out. Uh-oh, who's the two? Who's the deuce? Nice. Little deuce. Oh, Careful. It's Abarcoa. All right. And West and uh, Pew Dew. That's the Florida horse. Pew Dew. All right, so Lee made my bet. So it's too late to turn back now. And the five is the favorite, five to two. That's uh, Rajiv Maharaj. Or however you say his name. Is that how you say it? I don't know how you say engine name. Rajiv, I'm sure, is right. I'm sure. Well, we got so many engine people. A lot of Punjab man. So you got here. the inside track on the engines. You're going to have to find that out. <laughs> I've had an inside track on some engines. I've, uh, Did you? Yeah, a couple. What, what kind? The Indi Indians or the uh, Indian American? Indians? Not, not the Native, uh, Native American Indians. Well, why no. not? I never uh, ran into any. Really? Never ran over any. Hmm. But the uh, India people from India are very uh, interesting. As long as they don't smell, as long as they were born here, you know, mm -hmm. they don't have that curry aroma. Oh, that can really put you in a coma, that curry aroma. So I think what we need to do is take the break early. Okay. I don't want to, like, uh, screw up and be coming in the middle That's of the right. race like no, this last time. That's right. And I, I wonder if Tom Durkin's working today. Four with 50 yards to go. I don't know. So anyway. What? You know, they print those posters right here on the premises, and uh, so they're going to fix it. It's, oh, not like, it's not like they ordered a thousand of them from outside somewhere. They, uh, they well, got their own print shop in there. I don't know. Those were the prototypes, I guess. The prototype? Yes. 
Nile Rogers live in the bro- See, I didn't notice work. it at first because I was so impressed by the fact that somebody actually did something with my puss on there, which don't look all that bad. Save me one. Although I actually had some hair in that picture. Chris, I'm, don't worry, Chris. I'm we got one for the studio. All right, good. <laughs> we should get a couple of them. Yes, we should. Put them up around the whole Seven place. minutes till post time at Belmont. We better do the break. Live in Chicago, Oprah. Madonna speaks out. I'm so desperate. Madonna's side of the story. Thank you for asking me to do the show. Good to see you, darling. Did you like girls? I made love to two women at the same time. Wow. It was a challenge. I can relate to lots of things. I can't figure out what that feels like. I like sex. It's like food. One hamburger at a time. Yeah. Do you have like a penis implant? Yeah, they do. Mm. That's really amazing. Yeah. It looks like a small penis. It, it's pretty shocking. Do you like grow testicles too? About 38. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that Oprah man, she's a real card. Okay, 1258, the pressure's building, and the two is going to lay money now. Two went down to five to two. Two is the second choice. Yeah. you got to beat the deuce. Okay. The pew, the pew do. The Abar Koa horse. Pew okay. do, the Florida bread. Uh-oh. Well, that's good. Maybe the one, uh, the devils of the one will be okay. They'll be decent. Okay. And the five is your engine jockey. Are we going to, uh, is this a daily double that uh, that we bet here? Well, what do you think it is? I don't know what it is. That's why uh, I got you. You have the one and the five in the first race with okay. one, two, three, four in the second race. Oh, okay. All right. You have $2 Excellent. doubles. I'm looking at my ticket here. Is that what you got? That's what I got. One and a five with a one, two, three, four. And if the two wins the first race, you're screwed. You're out 16 bucks. Oh, well. But then we can bet the second race all by itself. Yeah, but I got free lunch. Well, that, that's what counts. Mm-hmm. That two, man, I'm really worried about that pew do. Now, are we going to get the uh, Belmont thing on here or what? The horses have reached the starting gate. We're at the post. That sounded like that Tom it? Durkin to me. I, I, you know, I'm really worried about him. I wonder if he's... I, I think he's a heavy smoker. It sounds like he's got emphysema. Yeah. He's been breathing. I, I hear him calling the races on this channel, and he's like, <sighs> like gasping for oxygen. Yeah. You think? I don't know. I don't know what he sounds like normally. Her. Waiting for Rihanna's jet. Are you dancing at Wendelia? It's Tom Durkin. He's working. And you got the one on the five. Okay, everybody root for George, okay? Cross your fingers and cross your legs. If anybody needs the cash other than Chris, it's George. One more. Get that seven in there. See what I mean? Although these horses are going in like they know what they're doing. They're in the gate. They're in the gate. That's what I said. <laughs> Not the two. Maybe the deuce will yeah. get left in the gate. No, 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 not yet. And they're off. Two more right to the lead. Two uh, for the early lead. And oh, between no. horses, not Pew it's Doo. Zippy. And it's Pew Doo to be the leader. Zippy comes out running in second. Western sweep on the inside third. There's Rihanna's jet. Moving to fourth now. Are you dancing? Fifth on the outside. And the early trailers will be Wild Buck Herbal and Wondelia. They hit the far turn. Pew Doo. Pressed by Zippy through a quarter in 22 and four-fifths seconds. Western sweep, Rihanna's Jet, and Are You Dancing? Running third, fourth, and fifth. Break of another five back to Wendelia. I think George and lost. And Wild But Able is now dropped back to be the trailer. There's three for longs to go. 
It's Pew Do Merrily still sparring with Zippy. There's room at the inside for Western Sweep to come on through. And now the field turns for home. Pew Do Zippy, Western Sweep at the rail. Ran his jet there on the outside. Wild but able now, commencing a rally. Five lengths from the lead. There's a furlong to go, and Zippy's now in front. Zippy, Zippy has fought her way to the Zippy lead. My ass. Battling on, wow. but second is Pudue. Rihanna's jet. You lost. And oh, well. Wild but able. Western Sweep back to fifth. Zippy, a two-length winner. Pudue's. Man, your horses both ran like crap. Oh, well. We have another race I could lose some money on, though, right? Yeah, the second race. Yeah. We'll lose some money on that. Let's, let's see how much I can lose. Okay. All right. That's unfortunate. You're not alive in the double. You're dead. That is a good wow. one. Zippy? Zippy? Yeah. Where the hell was Zippy? I don't know. With Channing Hill. Oh, what did I tell you? Bet on uh -huh. the, bet on the uh, chicks. Bet on the chicks. Jesus, God Almighty, there was your chance. See, that's what you should have been. I was worried about the uh, India guy, and you should have been worried about her. Channing yeah. Hill gave you uh -huh. a thrill. Wins uh, like that I have two lines going away. So George is out 16. Oh, well. Bucks. I got more. I brought more. We'll chase it than that. We'll chase it. That's, That's what it's right. going in. Good. Uh, I want to know all these terms. Parts. Chasing your money. Second race. We'll get to it. I'll handicap it during the break. Sweet. I can't. I, don't, uh, I can't. I Whatever. Can't pick pick a number. Look, we'll, uh, we'll pick, some, pick names, some numbers. Names and numbers and colors. <laughs> 251 votes on our poll, Chris. I would read the result except for the fact that, uh, you know. Well, you know. Well, the choices are too, they're too lengthy. There are too many. I mean, it's a great pool, but there are too many choices yeah. that are long. You could read, like, the top three, like, two married. Oh. For God. them. The real bummer about encountering an attractive stranger is, I'm too married, 71. For I them. just can't reach out and touch them, 42. I'm too shy to approach him, 38. I'm usually too old for them, 25. I'm too unattractive to ever have a chance with a 19. Well, of course. Of course, I'm a hot young thing there at the Woodbine. I'm sitting there just drooling. I'm just salivating. My heart is beating like a, a snare drum. And they look at me like, look at that old queen over there. Look at that old troll. That old <laughs> leering at me, huh? <laughs> old leering lech? No, it's, it's really, yeah, that old lech leering. It's, it's really bad when you're like staring at somebody and they know you're staring at them. That's not good. You have to, you have to be a little more clever than that. Use yeah, a different kind of right. technique. Sunglasses work charms. Oh, is that doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be wearing sunglasses inside a woodbine. It'll be a little bit tacky, a little obvious. Really? Although I know some people that even in the wintertime they wear sunglasses. I don't know what that's all about. Drugs. Is it? Snow is bright. Is that what it is? Sure, man. Snow blindness. Sure. Jesse Jackson says marketing won't hide GOP's lack of ideas for real change. Well, that's a shame. You never even had like a... I thought the five might come on there and uh, do a little something. He, he did something. He lifted his tail, did a little something on the track. A big pile. I guess the second race we're going to have to go for, maybe we'll pick a long shot. Sure, why not? The three with Kent DeSormo, rider of Big Brown. All right. Or we could bet the third race at the Harris. Hey, let's do it all. I can't Harris see Chester. that, though. <laughs> I got Suffolk and uh, Belmont. That's all they're showing up here. No, you didn't get no harness racing on there. Sorry. Jesse says, news travels fast in Washington, but understanding takes a lot longer. It isn't news that Americans are unhappy with the way things are going. President Bush suffers record low approval. Eighty percent of the country thinks the economy is bad and getting worse. Most want to get out of the costly and endless mess in Iraq. Most are struggling with incomes that can't keep up with soaring prices for, for gas, food, electricity, and health care. One in nine homes is now underwater, worth less than its mortgage. 
Every politician has learned that people want change, but understanding what that means takes longer. Americans are looking at a country in serious trouble. We're looking for leaders, not politicians, who can bring us together to get things done. This isn't rocket science, but it seems hard to absorb in Washington. Consider Republicans in Congress. They lost big time in 2006. Twenty-nine incumbents took a look at the polls and decided it was time to retire. They've suffered stunning defeats in special elections in former House Speaker Denny Hastert's district in Illinois and amazingly a Louisiana district previously won by Republicans and with overwhelming majorities. Former House Speaker Newt Gingrich warns that they're headed for a real disaster if they don't change what they're doing. Again, pretty obvious stuff. But Representative John Boehner, the Republican minority leader, clearly doesn't get it. He's put out a slideshow reassuring his troops that they can do well this fall. Most of it's about partisan mechanics. Raise money, contribute to the party, coordinate efforts, help one another out. But when it gets to talking about the country and what Americans want, it's clueless. Boehner sees the election as a marketing challenge. Our brand is under repair, he says, but we can bring it back. How will they do this? Boehner figures Republicans can win this fall by becoming the party of change. In a memo sent to every member of the Republican caucus, he wrote, To the American people, we say that Republicans will deliver the change you deserve. He's intent on rolling out a new agenda this week and next that will capture that mantle. Republicans in Congress, backed by Bush's veto threats, have obstructed virtually every reform since Democrats took over control in 2007. They have filibustered against providing health care for children, against ending the war in Iraq, against ending subsidies to big oil, and investing in renewable energy, against negotiating lower prices on prescription drugs as well. In recent weeks, Boehner has led his party in a policy of delay and distraction, forcing the House to vote repeatedly on motions to adjourn simply to delay votes. Republicans even switched votes in honoring Mothers on Mother's Day simply to put sand in the gears. Now, after months and months of this, Boehner says a new agenda will rebrand Republicans as the party of change. Perhaps Americans are as dense as Boehner thinks. Perhaps just a little new paint, a bumper sticker slogan, a show agenda, and bitterly partisan attack politics can once more draw the lines and save Republican incumbents from defeat this fall. But this year, Americans are tuned in. They know things aren't working. They're looking for leaders, not used platform salesmen. They know that special interest and partisan posturing haven't locked up Washington, and they might not just be ready to accept the party of obstructions election, your conversion as the party of change. That's what Jesse Jackson be saying. Got it? Got it. Third race at Harris coming up. I, I don't know why you've got me in all these uh, races now. Something to do. But the audience doesn't want to hear about it. They hate it. Yeah, they don't want to hear about anything else on the station, too. That That's stop true. Us. Ready for a start. Okay, third race. I didn't put these out. Oh, yeah, I did. And they're off. Awesome Wonder left well from the center of the track. Yarborough had over from between horses, flanked by right Jack Parker, he could be a day over 200. Jack Parker's on the uh, turn. It's Awesome Wonder trying to clear from Yarborough Hanover. Then right socks on the outside with VIP vacation. Up close fourth, just three lengths off the lead. It's two lengths back to Petiti with CJ's crown next in line. Clearly going and Triple T Dawn is at the back of the pack as they race to the opening quarter. Right socks in the yellow and blue on the outside takes the lead from Awesome Wonder. The opening quarter was twenty nine and three. They come past us for the first time. Awesome Wonder. Why am I back playing this race when you mean, I, I don't know. I can't Stocks see it. There. Those two or understand it. Dual pass three eighths. They're tracked by Yarborough Hanover. I know they're not Hanover. going fast enough to make you happy. Vacation is just off the speed. Three Jack Parker's away. on the lead with a chalk. He's eight to five. To come and his clown on a 42 to one shot that nobody ever heard of. John Gazzaro. He's on the outside. He's doing a Donnie Brainerd, man. He's going a mile and a half in a mile race. Awesome Wonder through a half of 59 and two. Across the bridge. Okay, go cash on the five. And I had that one. Of course, the race isn't over yet, but he's a lock. Got it? Got it.
So what are we going to do in the second race at Belmont at about 130, 125? Uh, I, I, uh, I got me some chicken bones, and I'm going to cast them during the break and see what to uh, vote on. I'm going to cast some bones. See, I wish I had a racing form. I wish I had the lines from, uh, I'm sure you can go online and get that crap. I don't know where to find it. It's not a bad idea you had voting on, uh, what's his name, Kent Sormo. Really? Well, all of a sudden, George is an expert now. He knows uh, that Kent DeSormo rode Big hey, Brown, hey, and we'll be riding him again Saturday in the here, Freakness. Here's what I can do. Repeat something Uh-oh, you said five minutes ago. Oh, here comes the deuce out of the pocket. Now I think this uh, Jack Parker is going in, in the tank. Ooh, my short-term memory still works. I think 600-year-old Jack Parker is in the tank at 8 to 5. They're at the top You're done. of the Andy stretch. Miller has got a job. Awesome wonder will try to fend off Yarborough Hanover in the final 16th and VIP vacation of the Saturday Like I said, you can't beat the old and Andy's horse went up in the year. The uh, Jack Parker horse won. See, I should have had you bet 100 bucks on the 5. He was a lock. Now, what are you saying? Huh? Kent DeSormo? Yeah. Sounds great. Oh, it's not even up on there now because he's got two of Churchill Downs' first post in five minutes, first race. So what's the price on the three horse at Belmont? Have you got the board for the Belmont there, the odds? Nine to one. Really? Yep. Who's the chalk? The one favorite? Four. The four? Georgie Chavez and Cool Tails? Good jockey. There's a lot of good jockeys in this race. What about the one? What's the odds on the one? The, the six is three to one. The what, though? The one is five to one. The six is three to one. He's eight to one in the morning line. That's Rajiv Mirage. Maybe he'll get lost again out there like he did in the first race. Maybe he'll have another magical mystery tour like he did in the first race for you. Ravi, whatever your name is. Yeah. Go back to Anjaman. Go rub some curry on your nose. Punjab man. Always beware of the Punjab man. It's been about 30 years since his last pubic appearance before catching a plane to Canadadia to escape South Florida. But now, after discovering that Canada dry soda is actually made in Plano, Texas, Neil Rogers is back. Saturday, May 17th, see Neil Rogers and George Rodriguez live at Gulfstream Park and Casino in prestigious Hallandale, 3 to 5 p.m. during the Preakness simulcast. Free Neil and George t-shirts and posters will be given away. Pedal fast as you can in a tricycle race to win an Orlando weekend getaway. This could be your last chance to see the man who lives in Canada, yet bravely chooses to eat microwavable bacon. Don't miss Neil Rogers and George Rodriguez, Saturday, May 17th, 3 to 5 p.m. at Gulfstream Park and Casino. Hey, Neil, this is Randy West, and as per our phone conversation, I talked to Peter North the other day. He tells me your real name is Neil Down, and he still ain't interested. He was an ordinary Saudi down on his luck until a twist of fate endowed him with all the powers of Allah. It's the feel-good hit of the summer, Ahmed Almighty. I mean, I be praised. Ha, I can do anything. It's funny. I woke up this morning, and I swear my boobs felt bigger. It is true. Now, cover them up or face the wrath of me. <laughs> From the director of Infidel Liar, Infidel Liar, comes a movie that will have you bowing seven times a day toward the box office. It's Ahmed Almighty. <laughs> oh, Sam, you filthy dog. Do not be peeing on sofa. Pee on floor like the rest. Ahmed Almighty, it's Allah you could ask of a movie comedy. Ahmed, it's Allah. You've had my power for a little over a week now. How many people have you helped? Um, uh, well, uh, nobody. Poor 
<laughs> Ned Almighty, now flying into a movie theater near you. One sixteen at five sixty WQM. Little George is out there, golf streaming. Sixteen dollars poor. A fool and his money are soon farted. Now I'm as foolish as they get. So let's uh, lose some more. Boy, you you've got the fever. I, I can tell that this is a very bad thing. And then once I come out there Saturday and I get you playing the slots a little bit, and I'll it. probably get lucky and find me a good machine. I'll, I, I don't Listen, know. My hair's already turning white, so I, uh, I'll just fit the right fact in. that they did, that uh, Steve couldn't find Quick Hit or uh, what was the other one? Hee haw! Hee 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 haw haw haw! Hee haw! Oh, you they, they might that. be there. He wasn't up there a long time. He's a clueless man. That's another story. Is he still there? No, he's gone. We're gonna start ripping him now. Like, I'm not going to rip him just because he was there. Although he did manage to send that picture, and it's a good thing, too, because they have Nile Rodgers. <laughs> Collector's items. Nile Rodgers appears oh, at Ghost Park. N-I-E-L. I mean, it's a good thing my name isn't like um, Quasimodo or something like that. It could be, but... That's right. How, how the hell would they spell that? Wrong. Well, how many Zs? <laughs> God. Nile Rodgers. I looked at that thing, and, and in the beginning, you don't even notice it. And then all no, of a sudden, it just not. dawned on me. What's wrong with this picture? I don't see any odds here on... Uh, they'll, they'll change it here. I've got too many tracks going. Yeah. Chester, Suffolk Downs, Churchill, Freehold, Belmont. The three is uh, eight to one now. You're going to bet $5 across the board on the three. Okay. And it goes off like seven to one, 16. Yeah, you'd, you'd be ahead. You'd make some money. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's only six to one in the morning. Now, now does that mean, pardon my ignorance, but, you know... Win, place, and show. $5 across the board, so that's $15? That's correct. All right. Then okay. you'd only be out thirty-one bucks if you lose, and a even bargain. if you trap show money, you should get your uh, money back. That's for, right. For this race, I have to drink a lot of beer to make that up. Yeah, tell me you want another Reuben. <laughs> okay. What are you laughing about? <laughs> tell him to, to put him in a bag to take home. Tell me you got a big family to feed. I do. I'll be feeding them tonight for free. Anyway. Feed them to the dog. Take about a half a dozen Reubens home, and it'll make it worthwhile for the thirty-one bucks you're losing. I got a free meal lined up for tonight too, so it's all good. Do you really? Yes, I do. Can we say on here where it is or not? Yeah, because they're going to be a, uh, a meal deal at some point, a meal deal, the uh, Saratoga in downtown Hollywood. On really? Yeah. And what kind of food is that? It's a ristorante italiano. Oh, all right. I'll tell you one thing, man. I'm only going to be down there a few days, but I've got a lot of eating to do, especially that uh, famous uh, deli in Aventura. Now, you tell me it's in the promenade shops. Yeah, you should be able to find it if you're not uh, as dim as that person. But by the way, a ponytail called Jeff Cohen, that is. Yes. We shouldn't call him Ponytail anymore because it's been a while since he's had one. And? It said that there's a real kosher good deli on Sheridan somewhere, and I wrote it down. Because I want to go there. Uh, Levi's or Levy's, he says. Levi Harner? What race is he okay, People say don't. People say don't. i got people here that say don't do it. And what about the famous in Aventura? Do they know? No. Oh. The menu looked awesome. I mean, that doesn't say how the food is, but the menu had everything that, I, that a Jewish boy could want. Well, almost. So the people are there. Now, let me ask you. You've got yeah. people there. I mean, not our yes. people, right? i got some people here. Okay. Well, why don't they give you a tip in the second race? Maybe we can well, not those kind of people. They don't know from racing. Well, what kind of people are they? What are you They're talking fans about? fans of the show kind of people. You're in a racetrack. I they mean, came for I realize that nobody in our audience cares they about that. They came for us. That's right. That's they know the, nothing. That's the hook. That's, that's right. the hook. You You're learning up. along with us. You're oh, teaching us all. God. All right. So we're going to stick with the three. I sure wish I could see the yeah. top board from... Um, why the hell won't they put it up there? Just to piss me off? Is that the uh, end? I think so. Churchill Downs is off. Field is off. Belmont, the damn thing should be up there already, for Christ's sakes. What is wrong with this damn HPI? And they're showing freehold again. Oh, dropped in third. Oh, and here's Monopoly this clown. Is operating this in idiot. fourth. Masai Mara roundabout. 
Good. The picture just froze up. Good. That's an omen. They're trying to give you a message, Larry. You suck. You're an embarrassment. Oh, Belmont, here we go. Twelve minutes till the second race. The four is the chalk. Let me take a look at the entries, okay? Okay. Four is Cool Tales with Georgie Chavez. Mm-hmm. Jorge. See. Si. Chavez. The one is um, uh, Morning Line favorite, Sacred Icon, but he's not taking too much money with John Velasquez. Great jockey, but five to one. Two is four to one. Sapphire is with eyes with Avar Cohen. Three, uh, Kendis Romo and Windication is eight to one. And the trainer is Scott Schwartz. Remember okay. Scott Schwartz? Yeah. Not the same one. I don't think so. Whatever happened to Laura? I'm sure they're still married, and uh, last we heard they were up in Orlando somewhere, weren't they, or something like that? You're asking me or telling me? Uh, I'm asking you if that's what I told you a long time ago. Like I would remember something you told me a long time ago? Like I, do, like I would. Let's see. The six horse is only three to one. Now, there's the horse that's taken some real suspicious money, if you ask me. Really? I don't know. I'm lost here. Oh, I'm, yeah. missing, I'm missing something. I'm missing the morning line on this horse. No, he's eight to one. Mm -hmm. Eight to one in the morning line. He's three to one with Ravij yeah. Mara, your Indian hero. Uh huh. What's up? Because if there's one thing we know about QAM, it's a real. That's right. Back in the days when we had Mifo, he's on a station, by the way, doing mornings that nobody has any idea where to. Was it six forty, eight fifty, fourteen hundred, uh, nineteen ninety on the dial? Nobody knows. All of these things. Nobody knows Mifo, and nobody cares. You backstabbing idiot. With your cornball horse crap. Yeah, the three is really... But you know something? We picked the uh, A three in the beginning, and let's stick right. with it. I agree. Let's stick with Kentis Ormo. Although Ravij is, uh, you know, after that crappy ride he gave the five in the first race, I, I don't... I wasn't that uh, thrilled with the effort. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not saying... I, I mean, the word stiff never comes to mind in horse racing. No? Well, I mean, it does, but you can't say that. that that's a bad thing to say. I see. You stiff. I mean, you can say if you're betting, you scream and then, come on, you stiff. Show me some effort here. He made a little move, and then he flattened out. You should have been on Channing Hill. I told you, yeah, stick, stick with the chick. Well, stick with the chick. Better. You're not listening to those rejoins. Stick it, stick it, stick it, stick it, stick it. Maybe that's what they're saying. Chick it, chick it. Yeah, chick it. Well, look at that. The six is five to two. He's the one taking the suspicious money, man. Really strange. But nevertheless, nine to one on your three. He's not mm -hmm. taking too much. In fact, he's the yeah. third longest shot on the board. But you stick with him. I'm going to. You're going to give somebody some money to bet? Yeah, Lee, when he gets back here. Well, how do you know he's getting back? I don't know. I don't know where he went. Well, what if he doesn't come back? I'll get somebody else to do it. And you have a $20 horse sitting there, I'll get man. somebody else Nine to do it. Nine to one is 20 bucks for two, baby. I'll get somebody else to do it. Well, you're going to give some stranger the money, and they're, like, they're going to disappear, they right? They don't come any stranger than the people around here, but, yeah, I'll find, find somebody. No tips, though, huh? No, no. No tips. <laughs> no steak tips. No racing tips. Hey, don't forget we got jerks coming up at the uh, AAA Arena this afternoon. It's a big thing. Now, now how come there's no uh, promo on that? You ought to be really porked off about that. You were you were uh, told why. Well, what is it? Was it it's, liner worthy? It's a Dunkin' Donuts free yeah. iced coffee deal. Yeah. With what jerks at the AAA Arena. Yeah. But but there's nothing going on there, right? It's just he's in an empty place. Listen, let's pretend there is. Well, maybe he's what's going on. Oh, the three That's just right. got hit back to eight. I like that. That's a good mm -hmm. sign. Tell Flea to get his ass back there. Hurry up, Flea. How much time do I have? Nine minutes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, what? Got plenty of time. Now, where are you in relation to the windows, the bedding windows? Um, we actually, they, the windows in the room with us are, uh, are closed, but they have them right across the breezeway there. 
across the breezeway? Yeah. Or that's where Nile Rogers is going to be. That's right. Like like 50 feet from here. Boy, look at that. The one is nine to two. The two is nine to two. The four is five to two, and the six is three to one. This is a wide open race when you got a board like that. That means it's a good race for a bomb, man, a long shot. Great. The great Kent Desormo on the three. I don't know. Five bucks good. across. Come on, do it. I'm doing it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to get some pretty girls to go bet. All right. 125 at QM. You know, week after week, more and more people are taking advantage of Neil's half-price deals on WQM.com. And now it's time for another great restaurant offer. Starting tomorrow at noon, you'll be able to buy $50 certificates for just 25 bucks to one of our favorites, Sushi Samba in Miami on Lincoln Road. Hardy Moquecas. Now, how do you say that? M-O-Q-U-E-C-A-S. Mojecas? Mo- mo- moquecas. Moquecas? Sounds good. Queca? Si. From the director of X2 and the producers of T2 and T3, the writer of ID4 and the stunt coordinator of MI2 and the set designer of AVP, the gaffer from MIB2 and the caterers from AI and LXG and ET, the Portage on Rental Company from CSI. In a world, in a world where everything is not what everything seems that it is, this summer, propel yourself for B L A R G F L O O D L E G R I P F L O Okay. What? Narg Flutal Grip Flob 2. Rated PG. 13. Now playing. (laughs) Oh, bastard. Okay, did you get your money down or what? Yes, I did. George has got his bet in. Three is nine to one. I got no chance. Now he's got a shot. The uh, five has got no shot. He's thirty to one. The eight's got no shot. He's twenty-five to one. And you're we're, the uh, third we're going for a long the shot here. That's... The six though is the chalk. Now, how do you yeah, like yeah. that? That ravage, uh, sing for yourself or whatever his name is. Ra- ravage, Rob Ramage. That's a very dangerous oldman to me. That damn six horse. He's eight to one in the morning line. He's five to two and been getting bet heavy the whole time. Isn't that, isn't that like a message? Yes, it is. Like a Sicilian message. It must be. That's what I'm getting from it. Oh, now, what's this at Harris again? On ask by Eric Goodell, the marginal length and a half. A pocket-sitting blissful air, and then it's Rose Agatha with Mystical Lauren moving first over. She's just two lengths off the lead now. Then it's Scylla Hanover toward the inside, four and a half from the front, as Rose Agatha joins the outer flow. Genuine Raider is gapping on cover. Perched will move three wide, and pretty as a pageant of saving ground. Six lengths off leader Catamon. Three quarters and one twenty-four and four. Midway around the far turn, and Catamon is being pushed by Mystical Lauren. Blissful Aaron continues for Eric pocket Adele spot front, to wait baby. for the open stretch. Rose Agatha is three lengths off the lead, still ahead of her, needs room. They're at the t- okay, now when are we going to get the, um, this race is over, I think. Okay. Oh, there's the Catman up in the air. Attaboy, Catman, hit him again. Bouncing like a rubber ball, up in the air, everywhere. Eric Adele holds on and wins four to five, heavy chalk. Okay, now what are we talking about? One minute to post time and you're nine to one still. Right. And at six is still the chalk with the ra- Ravage, uh, the elephant yes. man. The elephant boy, what the hell was his name? John Merrick. No, in the early days of television, there was uh, uh, India from India. 
There was an elephant boy. Oh, Sabu. Sabu. Was it Sabu? Yeah, Sabu. He well, made two movies, did. made a lot of money, and then drank it all and died young. Did he really? Yes, he did. Sabu, the Indian boy, is yes. dead? Oh, yes. my God. Oh, yeah. How depressing. Uh oh, they're going in to get it. Bell Cheers. Tom Durkin's going to get melodramatic here. Have you got the three? I got the three. I think Cross the six will win, but I don't want to talk you off the three. You'd be real upset right. if a $20 horse came in. You didn't bet it. Ain't going to make any money on that six anyway. That's right. Well, why not? Fire in the gate. Fire in the gate. Didn't you always say don't bet the chalk? You got the three. I know. That's right. And they're off. Cool tells. Well, he's in the, uh, Tomlinson Hill looking for the lead on the outside. Pink. Sapphire Pink. Eyes is there, Pink. and Sacred Icon on the rail is fourth. And he broke fifth. And then it's Run Lightning Ron, who's come out running fifth, just on the outside of Windication. Near the back of the pack are Bishop's Creek, the last of the malls, Algiers. Down the back stretch. And Tomlinson Hill is Pupik. Sitting chilly second, Cool Tales. 23. Three's getting into the race. Come on, squeeze your way through there, you idiot. And it's Sacred Icon who's held up on the inside in third position. Windication right there on the outside. He's clear. He's third. third. Sacred Icon rides the rails and puking. And then it's Run Lightning Run fifth on the outside. Sapphire Eyes and Bishop's Creek in between those two. Five lengths behind them. It's Algiers. You hear these people yelling? Half mile to go. They got the three also. The half went in 46 and four. Making a little move there on the outside. Solid fractions here in Tomlinson Hill. Come on, dude. Thinking hard to hold that lead. Pressing hard. Oh, cool. Cool. The six right the beat the six. Beat that Indian kid. Sacred Icon's had a beautiful trip so far. Justin behind me. Now You're right there, but you got no horse. I can see that he's nobody beating him. Pushing him out. Indication is after. Oh, got pushed Icon. way wide. Nice going, Kent. Bye-bye, Kent. Dropping, backing through the field. Cool and his money are soon parted. Cool Tails takes charge. We didn't have this anyway. Who knows before? Tomlinson Hill is a Georgie fading Chavez second. And cool Sapphire Eyes on the outside third. And the six isn't even going to get second. How do you like that? See, you don't have to feel so bad. Oh, where's your horse? Is he in the race? Lead. No, I think he went to have more. Cool Tail. He took a, he took a uh, stop for a dump. Cool Tail scored. There he goes. <laughs> One by There he is. <laughs> oh, there he is. Still <laughs> distant last. Eased at the wire. <laughs> How the hell did you pick that? Magic. Well, it wouldn't make any difference. We wouldn't have had the winner anyhow. No. Just one of those days. So George loses 31 bucks. So everybody, you give George a donation. That's right. Okay? I'll just have to sell a lot more. Just empty your wallets. Everybody, uh, just throw bags and bags. Well, you get a briefcase full of money. Right. Throw to George. You lost sure Saturday. Two uh, times in a row now that you lost. That's all right. I can do better. Last time it was that damn little Justin Stein couldn't get the job done, and this time it was uh, whatever. Wait till next time. I can lose more than this. Kent Sormo. He made a menacing move there on the turn. Then what did I tell you? You could I see know. he was hanging like a pig, mm -hmm. gasping for oxygen at the finish. I think it was a conspiracy. Gasping for oxygen in the stretch. About 18 wide. That's the way it goes. You've heard of a double wide? He was about 18 wide. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I get Not the written ticket up. I don't think that this is, uh, this is your future, you know? Whatever. Might you, be. You, you enjoy it. Right, radio might not be my future either. Did you have a feeling at any point that you were going to be right there in that race or what? It looked uh, like he was, you know, creeping up there, but then, uh, yeah, they all Creepy. conspired against him. <laughs> yeah, by running they pushed too him fast. Out. Yeah, by running too fast. They yeah. pushed him out. They didn't let him play. Well, that was a real stinker. Let me tell you that. Hey, we got the new posters here. Okay. They're, what they, do they say? They Noel. They spelled. They spelled right, but they put a mustache on you this time. That's okay. Uh, a Hitler mustache. Yeah, Two hundred ninety-three votes on the poll. The real bummer about encountering an attractive stranger is I'm too married. Eighty-three. Yeah. For I them. just can't reach out and touch them. Forty-eight. Hmm. I'm too shy to approach him 44. 
I'm usually too old for them, 30, you bet. I'm too unattractive to ever have a chance with them, 23, that too. But here's Jeff Gregory on the 7 at the Freehold. Uh, I may never see them again, 20. They're with somebody else, 11. They never give me the time of day, 9. I'm gay, but they're straight, 8. Somebody else is usually with me at the time, 5. I usually make a fool of myself, 4. I just can't steal a kiss, 4. <laughs> I just never run into any three, and I'm straight in their gay one. I just never run. This is crap. I never run into any attractive. I realize it's a yeah, South Florida right. poll. The, the votes must be coming in from, like, Sunrise Lakes. The following may be flammable and not suitable for children. It's totally hot action. As fuel prices continue to skyrocket, your anger will grow. With the all-new DVD, Gas Prices Gone Wild. That's right. Go ahead. Grab that hose and don't stop pumping. Oh. Now, it's not only what you drive, but how hard you drive it. Oh, my. Look, it's up again. Don't let it go down. I like when it goes up. Oh, oh. There's no smoking near this pump because this action is too hot. Oh, yeah, baby. Our full service includes checking your dipstick. <laughs> Prices have never been this big. Order your copy of Gas Prices Gone Wild today. Oil companies are standing by. So George is losing his ass to Gulfstream. Now, what you should have done was wheel Chantel on top in the first race. Yeah, but isn't this Check. what people always do, you know, talk about what they should have done for about no, an that's hour. That's why I'm saying it. So the next race starts. After every race, everybody knows the winner. Oh, you should have done this, and right. I told you about the three. Sure. I told you about the this, oh, and yeah. that's why I'm doing it. Everyone's an expert afterwards. Everybody does that. When the race is over, everybody knows the winner. That's right. <laughs> Channing Hill, baby. Should have yeah. wheeled on top. I bet you it's a pretty good double, too. I don't know what the double is paying there. But I bet you it's pretty good, three and four or whatever. What was whatever, it? Whatever, it's all good. I'll lose whatever some more money next time. Well, it's all over now. You lost 31 bucks, big deal. Yeah. I guarantee exactly. you, at least that much worth in food. And That's booze. right. That's right. Did you? I'm, I'm not boozing it up today, but I will be soon. Well, why not? Because I'm. Uh, Mommy's telling a halala hazeh. Yeah, you're right. I can't believe that. Can you believe it, Chris? He's got free booze there waiting for him, and he's not boozing it up today. Oh, well. He's waiting for the weekend. He's waiting till Saturday. Exactly. Oh, Nile Rogers is there. Exactly. Now, why don't we do one like, uh, I don't know, like uh, toward the fall? Okay. At the pizza loft. Okay. Don't you think we ought to go back there? I, I don't know yeah. if Ponytail you know, wants to spend any money around. Well, I'm sure he will. You think he will? I, I bet you he will. Now, the fact, now how, did you, how did you know about that deli? You got he, a message from him, an email or something? He, uh, he called during a break. He, he called where? On, what, my, on, my, your, on your phone? On my cell phone. He's got your cell phone number? Next thing, Jeff now. Rimmer will be calling. Hey, come on. Come on, Rimmer. Well, that's good that Ponytail called and he told you what about some horseball deli in uh, Hollywood that everybody Levi's or something like that that he likes a lot, but it's an Israeli kind of joint. No, 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 no. No. Too far bissing for me, okay? <laughs> that's right. Too hairy? Too intense. I got Chinese on the way. My Chinese delivery guy is bringing the food for me in Paco at 2 o'clock. Aren't you excited? All for me. I know that everybody likes to keep track of these things. That's right. They're probably writing it down they in their diaries. That's right. What they ought to be writing down in their Arbitron diaries is that they listen to us and quit lying about it, okay? Right. Oh, but you're knocking the swillery. Well, too bad. Mm. Okay, what's that got to do with our, our livelihoods? Boy. 
George needs the bonus money for crying out loud. You That's need right. to, you know, come back. Come back, more, little Sheba. So with Sabu the Indian boy, what am I, how, how do you know that? How do I know that? Yeah. That was before your time. The Jungle Book is a classic, like uh, like Wizard of Oz or something. Every little kid has seen that like a million times. Really? Sure. Oh. Sabu the Indian boy. That's right. Dad On the Elefante. Drank himself to death. I can't believe that. During the next break, I'm going to like, well, there, there is no next break. Go it's the last him. one. That's what? Right. Go wiki him. Now, let's see. Maybe uh, there's another race you could bet here. <laughs> I have brought oh, more yeah, money. Chester. Harris Chester, Ooh, man. Four I can't see it. Race. I can't see it. I gave you Eric Devil. I'll describe it to you. <laughs> you lost. You lost. Great. This is Harness. You know something about that? Make me some money? I know lots about that. That's my area of expertise. Yes. Now, let's see who's in this fifth race at Harris Chester. Grand Sam with Daniel Dubé. More desirable with Jimmy Moran. Oh, not for me. You're the dragon with Eric Cadell. Eric's hot in more ways than one. Jim's guy, Dave Miller. He's good. Five, ten or alive with Georgie Knapp. George Napolitano, Jr. He's ten to one. So well. Six, future character with Stephen Smith, that Canadian stiff. I mean, Isaac Newton with Tim Tetrick. Weirdo. Seven to two. And the eight is really Western. Oh, Daniel Dubé's down to drive two horses. Okay. And they're both uh, big what? widgets. So why is it they don't go as fast as they can again? They don't want us. Okay. They don't want us. Is that like those races where they walk? But you only have three minutes to leave a fifth race. I don't think really? you want to bet it, though, do you? Whatever. How fast can I get somebody over to the window? I got runners. I got Lee right here. Tell me what to bet. What do I bet? What do I bet? No, don't, don't, don't bet. All right. Well, you already lost 31 bucks today. Yeah, I can yeah, do better you, than that. This is called chasing. It's called sending bad That's right. money after worse or worse money after worse. Yeah, but bad, I don't do huh? it very often. What? I don't do it very often. That's not the point. The point is that you can't afford to be losing money. You're always crying. Yeah. I want to make yeah, but it ain't over fifteen or thirty dollars or anything like that. That's chump change. Well, what's it over? What do you mean it's chump change? How about another That's fifteen on this race? Okay. Oh my God, you're a maniac. <laughs> I mean, that five across the board is a you know it's a it's a wussy bet, but it's a, you know if you trap show money, you can get most of your money back. That's why I have you doing that. Yeah. Oh, eight to five on the three. Eric Cadell, he's on fire. He's flaming. Although he did just get married not long ago. Hey, Eric, how's it going? How's it hanging? Uh, Isaac Newton with Tim Tetrick. What about it? Who qualified in 53 and four on a five-eighths mile track. See, at least on these sheets that I printed out, it's got some times. It's got some Isaac, stuff, you know. You make an educated guess? Yeah. How about the seven? You want about five bucks across on a seventy-seven okay. to two with Tim Tetrick? Okay, he's a go. great driver. He's weird. He's strange. He's oh, 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 weird. Got that? Five bucks he across the board on the seven. On the At seven. Chester. At I, Chester. I don't know if you can bet Chester. I don't know. We'll find out. He's if you're not the... showing it, how the hell can you bet it there? They probably know. have no simulcasting with Chester. Wouldn't that be bad? Seven it's across the board at Chester. Five bucks across the board on the seven. On the seven at Chester. But there, you're not going to be able to bet it, or you'd be able to see it. You think Guaranteed. so? Uh, well, well, you'll see. Let him go and try. Yes. Well, what is he doing? He's writing it down, and now he's going to run. Well, well, let him go. He, no, he's going to run. He's going to tell you that you can't bet Chester. Now, Churchill Downs, we could bet in the middle of the race. On the so like Donna Messick, Nancy Clark, Savakis, and Edward Moss the third, trained by Les Gibbons, driven by Yannick Jingra. Number two Yannick Jingra. Am I even in the right race? Wait a minute. What race? Fifth race. Fifth race. 
Oh, Janet Jingra, there's a driver change on the two from Jimmy Moran. Cornish Helfen. All right. The four. Now, the, the, these drivers are all different. Am I looking at the right thing or what? They're not the right drivers. Ted or alive. Yeah, it's the right horses. There's Georgie Knapp. He's 9 to 1. George Napolitano, man, our hero. And the 7 is 9 to 2 with Tim Tetrick. Bet on the 7. Did you know, can yeah, you yeah. get to bet down or not? He's gone. No, he, he, he ran out of here. So let's, And once we'll, he's gone. He's gone. We'll find out. I mean, you're, you're right. We might not be able to bet Chester. Well, you got six minutes to post we'll time. Out. Oh, okay. Well, we'll find out. So how the hell are we going to do this? I don't think we're going to be able to do it. Only if you take the break now. You want to take the break now? Oh, and then go up to the... Uh, well, we could do that. Biggest name. The best. And I just Good news and bad news. Actually, they had the... It was a tape that were showing minutes to post. And so yeah. as soon as we went to the break, the race went off. Wow. The bad news is, as I told you, you can't... Right. Uh, they won't oh, well. Because you can't bet harness there. Of course not. And of course I would have won some money. That's why. Well, I, I don't understand. Why is that? I don't know. At Woodbine, you can bet through a bread harness, uh, all the tracks, uh, wherever you want. Well, maybe they'll but expand that. not knocking anybody. And the uh, race is over and the seven came second. Yeah. On a great drive by Tim Tetrick. Well, I tell you, he really, uh, he's, he's good. He's strange. He's weird. Weird. But uh -huh. he, uh, he came in second. And you would have made a few bucks. Oh, well. Because the four won the race. I have no idea what the prices are, and we don't want to find out. You'd have made some time. money. Yeah, whatever. That's why you weren't able to bet on it. That's well, right. that's a shame. The four won the race with uh, with the great David Miller. Awesome wonder, and you're uh... oh, and look at that brother Mo was in the uh, third race. Oh, I wonder how he did. That would have been a natural. Well, wouldn't that have been natural with uh, Daniel Dooby 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 Dooby? So Isaac Newton came second, and you would like I said made a few bucks, but oh, it's well. uh, it's over, you know. It's all right. And when it's over, it's uh, yeah, long yeah, gone. We'll um, lose some more money next time. So Saturday, I'm not, not going to be betting no horses on Saturday. I don't think. Well, that's why we got uh, the Preakness. Right. I'm not betting on the Preakness. No? Big, Big Brown's going to be like maybe, 1 to 5. Maybe you, to could, you could win one of those uh, betting vouchers that we're giving away. Now, how's that going to work? Uh, we'll figure something out. Like, however we want, whatever we you want. You see, your buddies Flea and Steve, there, they've got all kinds of grandiose ideas, Listen, which is good. You we know, could, we, we, we could have made up our minds, but would rather play it by ear. Like, I think it's going to be prizes for the uh, tricycle races or something. Oh. Or maybe I'll just uh, see people that I like. And I'll, oh, here's a prize for him, you know. Oh, you'll see somebody you like. Oh, here's a prize for her. How about Chantel Southern? Chan Channing Hill is a male, not a female. Somebody just slipped me a note. Oh, Channing Hill is a male? Thank you so much. Yes, one of our fans showed up just to tell us that. I never knew that. I thought, I mean, Channing Hill I, is a guy? That's what I would have With a name like that? I'll tell you, if I find out that Emma Jane Wilson is a guy, then I'm really going to be surprised. Now, she's really good. She's a good jockey at Woodbine, Emma yeah. Jane Wilson. Is she cute? Uh, not really. Okay. Justin Stein's a good jockey, and he's cute. But never left. He actually looks, uh, I don't want to say it. It's, it's terrible. He's pretty enough to be a female. You know what I'm saying? Like that? Pretty. You know what I mean by that? I do. Because little guys, when they're really pretty, yeah. they could be like either anything. Yeah, they can have a pretty you, you have to kind of like check their goods and make sure what they got, what they're packing. Remember that song, Pistol Packing Mama? See what kind of pistola they're packing. <laughs> right. Hey, Justin. Forget about it. He ain't interested. Now, that's, that's the way it is in life. You know, most of us, ugly, nasty, old, yeah, fat, right, uh, smarmy, right. smelly, short, whatever short, we are. You know, short. Got short, married. tall, freaky, whatever. Yeah, that's very unattractive when you're married to, by the way. Well, you don't wear the wedding ring. Uh, other chicks hate that still. You wear a wedding ring? No, I don't. You don't wear a wedding ring? I do not. not? I, don't, I don't believe in jewelry. I don't in wear jewelry? It. Jewelry. I don't in wear jewelry? it. I don't. 
I told you he was anti-Semantic. He don't believe in Jewry. 317 votes on Chris's poll. I want to you know, try to get Chris back into the show a little bit. Too much horse racing today. Way too much. Oh, well. $31 hey, too much in Georgia's What else were we going to talk about? That kid's exactly. normal horse was just, I mean... He it was gave a conspiracy. Good shot. You know, he, he, the horse broke okay, and he made a little mm-hmm. bit of a move there, and he got up to, I think, third on the last turn and was That's going right. three wide. And all of a sudden, like I said, you could see him hanging and going. They all, all those other jockeys, they hated that guy. They all conspired against him. They, uh, they blocked yeah, him. Yeah, that out. must be it. Yeah, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. They knew I was betting on him. That's yeah, they're jealous because he's got that big brown, you know? Mm-hmm. They're jealous. So all we need to do now is a little hockey talk and horse racing. I think sure. we've got it licked. We'll get our numbers down to the rest I think of the we can get it down to a oh, point oh. like all the uh, sports mm-hmm. stations are. Sure. Like 640 and uh, 850 and 1400. Nice going, Steve Lapa. Man, you are a genius. Isn't that amazing how these guys that got all this, uh, I don't understand it. And Norma, of course, he's always, um, he's always uh, confabulating with them. Oh, well, James Crystal Radio and Steve Lapa. That Norma, man, he is just, she is beyond belief. If I had time, I'd play all, all those Norma bits. Now, what was that you were just sucking on? Soda. Oh, that's all? That's all. Sound like maybe a chocolate malted milk would be good. I'll oh, be doing some God. heroin here in a minute. I can't afford to be <laughs> Can't afford it now, not after those two races. Not after Kent Sorma let you down. Damn it. We thought he was riding Big Brown there, and it turned out to be Chicken Picker. Say what? Chicken Picker driven oh, okay. by Dick McCumber. You said Picker, right? Chicken, chicken Picker. <laughs> Chigger Picker. Oh, there's that uh, Russell Oliver. I'm the loan arranger, and I can arrange for a loan of $100, $1,000, even $100,000. George needs 100000 right now to bet on the next race. Well, what a shame that you couldn't get any money down on that. Yeah, Not that right. you were going to make that much. That guy. Let's say, he paid, let's say he paid 6 bucks to place and 4 bucks to show, just for example. Right. So 15 and 10 25 You'd have made 10 bucks back out of your 31 That would have been okay. I mean, he was yeah, a distant was... second. It's not like he was close. I, I wasn't going to give you a song and a dance about like he was close. He, he, he got beat by about six, seven lengths, but he was a clear second. And a boy, Timmy, Tim Tietrich, he, uh, he made a great move to save a lot of yeah. ground. He did. Yeah. Uh-oh, there's the uh, foods here. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I'll be back to I don't have any. Hey. I don't have any music over here. Hey, Chris, spin some wax. Fire off a tune. There we go. Of course, this is all you had ready. I can go back yeah, to well, singing yeah. rappers for life. Might be the sound I know, oh, just had to punch in. He hit my right. entry code, and I had to punch in the thing. Oh, I see. The door. So I listen, we had a great day today. I'm sure that nobody was listening, but Woo. that's okay because when they start listening, then they put a lot of pressure on you. Know? know. And the calls, by the way, when George is on, the calls will be back. That's right, and they'll be great. And they will be sensational. That's when the intellectual people call when George is on. Bye, bye, bye. The biggest names, the best talent. And you're for Miami Dolphins football. Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami on Lauderdale. All he knows is that he's getting the job done. But uh, it is a learning process that you hope is embraced by everyone, and this isn't something that ends up being uh, an issue that falls back. So we'll see exactly what happens.